Oh, and here we are back again. Uh, welcome to episode three now uh, of the After Hours Lounge. Episode two with a guest. Um, I am very, very stoked to be joined uh, by one of my best friends, uh, the eyebrow, the eagle. Um, it is Mr. Ed Seater. Ed, welcome to the After Hello. Hours Lounge. Hello, Sandy. Thanks How are you? Um, let, let me crack this. Yeah, crack your beer open. And in keeping with with the um, you know the, the the system we usually do, uh, we've got some beers. Uh, so today we've got the Heart and Soul Session IPA from Vocation. I think we've had one of these before. I think I had one with Ollie, um, but they're very fruity and very delicious. We've, so we've cheers. had one of these before. We've had these before as well. Yeah, we stole them from Dom Firmstone. Sorry, mate. Yeah, if you're listening, Dom. Sorry if you're listening, Dom. They were in your fridge. They were in your fridge and we took them. Um, (laughs) I've completely forgotten to say as well, uh, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Christmas. Um, Hope you all had a nice festive period. Um, And if you're like myself, you're probably glad it's all over and we can start getting back to to normal life again. Um, So yeah, I'm I'm here with Ed. Um, We're back in now. uh, Ed, those of you that know me probably know Ed as well. Um, We've been... Pretty much yeah, inseparable well, for a, for the best part of nine or ten years. Ten, yeah, what was it? <coughs> Daha. It was twenty. It was January twenty twelve. Yeah, January twenty twelve. Remember the first the first meet? Yeah, I literally told Heidi about it the other day with the with the with ball. The ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was in. We were I, we we were in Egypt. We used to call it Holiday Club. Egypt's a really cheap place. We used to go out there for three or four months, and and spend about a hundred quid a month yeah, living you could, like you kids. Could go out really oh, cheap, mate. So we were there, and I remember you arrived, and I recognised you from Greece, and I think you recognised me, and I was with the other boys, who I don't think knew you either, and we were playing a game with a, basically a bin and an American football, and we were throwing it across the beach into this bin, or trying to, and I remember you came and like joined in, we were like, do you want to play this, play this game? And I straight away launched it, and it just went boom, straight yeah. in the bin, and I was the first one to do it. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, I mean, the kids got skills, <laughs> yeah. and then I realised like that was... I don't think I've seen you do anything else. I've never done ball. no. I've never done anything yeah. remotely athletic since then. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was that was a while ago, and that was you were starting your season career then as well, weren't you? Yeah. So I'd done yeah first season in Bass. You just done your in first 2011. season. Yeah, yeah. That was my first and, season in Bass too. And that was like <clears throat> I had no idea what windsurfing was. Like, I'd been out to Bass. Actually, no, I'd been out to Bass. When I was a kid, yeah, you know, because Dad and and Roger, obviously one of the yeah. Owners. So your your dad was the first ever club bass instructor, yeah, wasn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. The so first my dad, ever. Rog, and then Tony was in there at some point. I can't yeah, yeah. Quite remember. Well, they were the they owners, were. but then I've heard they were the owners, and then your dad was the the original actual instructor. Yeah, so they, they taught like in a it's like a shipping container down towards the harbour, so for anybody yeah, listening yeah. that knows Vass, like down there, which you wouldn't even dream of going windsurfing, no. like, you know, you see those people now that go off like, they're like, like what 60 are you year old doing? equipment, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what are you doing down, that's where they used to go from, and they used right. to have like a little shipping container, and then they go out, and and yeah, like, it, I mean, dad showed me photos, I remember my first season that 2011, dad was like, I went for a walk, and he you know, did the whole nostalgic thing, like, yeah, yeah, took a photo exactly where I was he here, was, I was yeah, here. like, Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Centre one or whatever it was yeah, called. Yeah. Um, so you went out, yeah, 2011. So 2011 went out. Like, Roger came around the year before, probably like 2010. Yeah. Come around to the house. He was just in the UK. Yeah, yeah. And so, Roger's one of the owners of Club Vast for anyone that doesn't know. Yeah, and he had said, oh, look, if you're ever um, ever looking for, for work in the summer, yeah. I don't know what your plans are after school, but like, you know, come and 
and come and hang out. And so I was mm. like, okay, perfect. So then 2011 came. So I emailed him and yeah, got a job on the bar because that's obviously where where all the new recruits start. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. No idea. So I came in. Yeah. Got to do your time. Very pale, very skinny. Came came rocking in. Um, <clears throat> And yeah, so did 2011, loved it, did the windsurfing thing, obviously learned. You hadn't really windsurfed before then, had you? No, so you, I, you know what, I picked it up quickly. Yeah, I remember because, everyone saying you... And I never made a big deal of this in Bass, but because I knew how hard the bar staff had it in terms of hours, but I <coughs> bloody had it easy. So You I got had, a hookup. I had, I'd worked nine to three in the morning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then into the afternoon. And then that's it. Don't that was it. Stop for the day. Yeah, yeah. Never worked a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Working barbecue, I used to go, yeah, stressful, yeah. wasn't it? And I, yeah. yeah, I remember it. Bloody no, I didn't remember it. I've been doing... <laughs> you were on the, other, on the yeah. other side. Yeah, so... Um, but I had so much time to windsurf, I picked up so quickly. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, just wanted to, like, everybody does, wants to become an instructor because they're, like, the cool people. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So you become an instructor, so I did the course. And then <clears throat> I was like, right, you know, sort of naively thinking... That's me done. That's sorted. You know, I can. I'll be in the structure next year. I'll be on the beach, and then you leave, and you realise like, oh shit, actually, there's a lot like, of instructors that want yeah, that yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of instructors, and it's yeah. not not as you know anybody's. I remember that year in down. that year in Dahab because you came out to Dahab after then. Yeah. And I I'd worked for a different company in Vass, so up the road, so I didn't know you at all. No. And then we were all in in um in Dahab, and I remember you were fucking stressed. You were like, I don't know if. Ollie's going to yeah, give me yeah, a job was, again yeah, yeah. as an instructor. I don't know what's going to happen. And I, because I worked for Nielsen, which was a bigger company, I'd already had my offer through saying, you're going back to Bass yeah, for yeah. Nielsen. Oh, man, I was so stressed because I was like, you know, be, become fr- good friends with you guys, yeah. all sorted for their summer season. And yeah. I'm like, shit, I haven't got anything. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, messaging Ollie, I'm messaging Roger, I'm messaging Tony, you know, and, and they're not really getting back to me. No. I'm pestering them and bombarding them. Yeah. And, you know, I'm saying, oh, I'll go and work on the, I'll just, work in it as a KP, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. I'll and do what like, I need to do. They're like, what are you doing? Like, actually push yourself. If you want to be an instructor, show it. Yeah, yeah. So that's part of the reason why I went to Egypt in the first place. Was to get to, better. Just, you know, I thought, I'll, I'll, bet, I'll better my windsurfing. And yeah, I'll yeah. It, you know, give me a chance to be, go somewhere completely different. So I think I chatted to Luke and Lizzie, or I can't remember who was running it. It was Luke, Luke and Lizzie were running Club Daha, which was, there was a Club Vast Centre in Egypt. Yeah. So they were running that, and they were like, and know, our friend Colin some, was there as yeah, well, wasn't do he? Do some private. That's it with Colin. Collins, yeah, like, yeah. Do some private. Anyway, so so that's how that's where we first met. Yeah, that's yeah. First and met, then so. and then another memory of then. I think you'd been there for a few weeks, and then unfortunately, the the, the problem with freestyle windsurfing is you you crashed quite badly and, and yeah. broke your foot or something. So you spent you spent two months of that trip off the water. Knight in shining armor came. <laughs> oh yeah, I saved you. you. I saved you. <laughs> Who was that man there? You had hair at the time as well. And I was oh. like very white and I'm thinking, God, they all blend in together. And then I was like, oh my God, so I'm doing it's so so much I fucking like dragged you out of the water and yeah, then had to yeah. get your kit. You like drifted down to the bottom of the lagoon. I remember. Yeah. It's lucky you were in the like, lagoon. Any my, so I'm just like bobbing. Yeah, yeah. Like, legs and feet, like one mangled foot. And I'm like, the reef's underneath me. Yeah, yeah. Don't even want <laughs> to put it down. And then you're like, yeah, dragging me up. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that, that's it. Yeah, so what, that was, nine nine years ago. Really. Yeah, yeah. Fuck no. So then you, you did that, and then we both went to Vast that year, and then we went back to Dahab, and that was the year I realised that I didn't want to work for Nielsen anymore, um, for reasons I won't disclose. But um, basically, Club Club Vast, in the terms of windsurfing instructor, that kind of thing, Club Vast is where you everyone wants yeah, to work. Well, that that's the place. It's if the place. You're UK. Yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. Like everybody. Um, 
our so age at the time. That second year in Dahab, we went and Ollie, the club fast um, manager, was there. So I remember I was like, I was in the position you were in the year before. Yeah. I kind of spoken to Ollie in the summer about getting a job and he kept like, he kept kind of like mugging me off and like baiting me and thinking. And then it turned out you actually knew, didn't you? Yeah, that was it. For months he, told, he was he like, told me it was at the like, point I was applying for other jobs and all this and you were like, I remember you being like, oh yeah, just just wait and see, mate. Just wait and see. And I was like, why, why the fuck is Ed being like this? <laughs> like, why isn't he like, why isn't he making me feel better about <laughs> yeah. this? And then I think, I don't know whether you spoke to Ollie, but Ollie just came up to me one day and was like, do you want to work at Clubhouse? And I was like, obviously, yeah, yes, I, think I, I do. I have a vague memory of Ollie bugging, like in his stern and those who know Ollie who are listening yeah. know that look. And when he had his sunglasses on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh shit, what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> and then you're like, he's like, do not. Yeah, vague memory of him going like, do not tell Sandy. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, sure thing, but sure thing. I remember, I, I literally, I was like sitting, we were playing pool, and Ollie's came over and said, like, do you want to work at Club Ass? And I was like, oh, obviously, yes, of course I do. And then he was just like, hailed his hand out, I was like, welcome to the team. And I remember, I was like, it was the time when we were watching Celebrity Juice, and there was a certificate smile. <laughs> yeah, thing yeah. And everyone was like, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just trying not no, to smile. I was trying to play it cool, but I was like, oh. That's a big, big deal. Isn't and, it? Then, and then we were at Club Ass together every season until you finished seasons in 2016 so it was 13 14, 15, yeah yeah so four or five seasons four, probably four in Greece four together. or five yeah, I, did, yeah. I did six <clears throat> six and yeah six in total at Club Bass at Club Bass yeah I did five we did a couple in Egypt traveling yeah and then we did the usual and then we did traveling routine we did yeah but you were always a year ahead of me weren't you you yeah. did you did Brazil one year and I didn't and then I went to Brazil the following year and then you went to Cape Town when and I was in Brazil that, yeah and then I went to um, Cape Town the year after. And then you you did a couple of winter seasons and stuff, didn't you? Yeah, did, did one. But, I mean, holy shit. That, was like, that time is that time is long <coughs> gone. Is. Yeah, we don't have any fun anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, yeah. But it's, I think it was, it's the best thing to do. Like, for me, and you said it to me the other day when I was talking to you about doing this podcast, like, it was completely the making of me doing, oh, yeah, yeah. doing seasons at Club Vass and, like, Everyone, it's it's you're not just a windsurf instructor. Like my mum summed it up perfectly. Then she was like, "You're you're playing a character for five months of the year. Like you're you're walking around Club Vass and you're not. You're almost like not yourself. Mm. You're like playing this character of all right, guys, how's it going? All right, all right. yeah, and yeah. You, you kind of get sucked into it. And it's not it's not annoying. It's the best fucking fun you've ever had. But it is like playing a character. You know, you you can't ever be showing to be like oh. I'm, I'm really tired. No, yeah, because people pay a lot of money. Yeah, like, mate. Bottom line is people have paid so much money yeah. to go. I mean, windsurfing, anybody who does it is so bloody expensive. Yeah. So people have paid a shit ton of money to go in the summer. And, and you're, well, you're, you're like, it's a custom, yeah, customer service. Yeah, it's a customer service well. facing job, isn't it? And, and, you know, I'm not even talking about getting them out on the water at the moment. It's just as simple as when they first arrive yeah. and they see a group of, like 30 beach stuff they're all monging around looking miserable yeah they're like who the you, you got no time for it and people are probably thinking like well what is them to be miserable about but it's all relative isn't it yeah you know, of course it's, yeah 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 even movie stars get pissed off you know but yeah. like I think some obviously some people were better at it than others but like I think we were both pretty good at it of like you kind of put that face on of like it's often more fun if you just get into it. Like yeah. if you do go and sit, you with, embrace it. If, yeah, you yeah. do exactly. That's the perfect word for it. You do embrace it. If you just go and sit at the bar and have a beer with your your group you're teaching that week, 
like they love it and then they buy you a couple of beers and then as soon as you've had a beer with them and they start talking to you you're like actually yeah, yeah. I quite like this too yeah and it's I a mean, lot of fun you're definitely right with like the make the making of like oh mate if I try and think back <laughs> to who you were before who I, were, yeah, who yeah, I was yeah. before I mean obviously it was you know <laughs> a lanky goon yeah, yeah it was 10 years ago yeah yeah um, but yeah I, I mean I think for sure definitely yeah you, even things like entertainments and things like that like standing up in front of 200 people and like wearing a marigold <laughs> <laughs> wearing wearing a marigold and nothing else yeah. and covering your friends in baby oil yeah that that's real that actually happens we do that for diva week it's called the plate dance look it up on youtube just gonna say you can youtube that you can definitely youtube that um, but things like that and then like you know like the dance routines and all that stuff like it's like I just talked about Celebrity Juice, but that's literally... I remember yeah. Googling Celebrity Juice when I had to plan entertainments and, and looking and at their games, it. and we did that. Yeah. And showed that to... You'd have 200 people in front of you. Like, yeah. I, did a, I did a rap battle. I completely choked. It's in, like, the top five worst moments of my life. You did as I well, did as well, you? Yeah, yeah. You did the year oh, I know what he's going through. And I remember... Yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. stood there like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. And then a couple of the boys were like, choke, choke. I remember you being like, shut the fuck up. Oh, but, but you're right. It's, it's all those things... Being able to, it's like as you said, we, we were talking about it yesterday. It's being able to just meet a group of like 20, 30 people. Yeah. And obviously, you get into a rhythm and a routine. Everybody finds their, their jam with it, you know, and how they, how they pitch their lessons and stuff like that. But yeah. every Monday, you meet a brand new group, group of people and you have to. You have to be able to get on with them straight away. Yeah, yeah. You've got to know their names straight away, which is a big one. The amount of people I meet that, don't remember names or are no good with names. Like you've got no choice because you're going to take them out on the water in like two hours. Yeah. So you, and you shout at them. Yeah. So you're like regimented. Otherwise, you're just mumbling some sort of male. There's name. always there's always just a lot of marks and a lot of days. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> either you know there's a thirty yeah. percent chance that they're going to be a mark or a day. Yeah, so you probably gamble, get it right. Eh? Just take a gamble. But, but I mean, usually you know, and as well, it's like you've got to be able to. And half these guys, and they they like used to make a point of saying this. Half of them had been windsurfing longer than we've been alive. And they're expecting Especially you to at the like, advanced level. Yeah, like yeah, which is what we mainly taught like, at that advanced level. You know, these guys have been windsurfing for 30 years. Yeah. And they're like chatting to us and, and we have to hold their attention. Yeah. And you have to keep them engaged and keep them enjoying themselves because that's why they've come out at the end yeah. of the day, to get better at windsurfing. The other, the other thing we used to say, didn't we? Because if you think how expensive windsurfing is and yeah. how expensive it was to go to Club Bass, like... I've never been there on a holiday, but you know you get an idea of the price. Yeah, especially going. if you're taking Family the wife four, and two kids. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But those those people, I mean, you know, they used to say that, but a load of them have got. You think of the people we know that we know from down here in the Witterings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how big time their jobs are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you think like, you're dealing with somebody that could be like a CEO of a company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In charge and of five hundred yeah, people. They're just Dave, or is it yeah, Jordan, yeah. or yeah. <laughs> whatever and their name is. They've got a weird hat on and like. And they're hurtling off downwind like a maniac. It <laughs> yeah. doesn't really matter what they are. No. But you learn to speak with people that are clearly and they're they're completely on your level. Yeah. They're not, and, and I think that's what they like as well. I think they want to come out and like have this guy be like, right? Do you know what I really actually give a shit about in my life is planning out of my car jive. Yeah. And they're like, you are the man that's going to do yeah, this. Yeah, to yeah. Me. I remember that guy, Big Neil. He like bet you. Didn't he bet? He, he said he would give you fifty euros a son if you taught his wife to water star or something. Yeah. In an hour, and you took her out and did yeah. it. And he gave you it. Yeah, yeah. He gave me the fifty. Like, there he was like, like, "There you go, oh. mate. Fifty euros." And like to us at the time, fifty euros. You're like, 
that's me sorted for yeah. like a week or two. Yeah, that's drinks. like an end of year bonus. You're like, you get, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like holy shit. Pay rise, mate. 50 euros. Boom. Think of all the crepes I'm going to buy with it. Yeah, mate. Crepes and yeah. beers and stuff. So, it like, yeah, you're, you're dealing with those kind of people and they, but they, they instantly obviously like you, but, so that's always nice. But like sometimes, I don't know, for me, like I'm, you know, anyone that knows me and you know, you know me as well, like I'm a really outgoing person and so are you. But even sometimes I was like, oh, fucking hell. Like, oh, club yeah. it was always like, you know, I could do with a, like a week on the beach was what it was called. Oh, the weeks you, on the beach. You get yeah. a week on the beach, so you don't have a group to teach for the week. So you basically just carry stuff for people and do things. And it was viewed as like a break to just do yeah. manual labor for a week. Yeah, yeah. And it was really good because you you do you can switch your brain off. You don't have to remember twenty people's names. You don't have to do that. It's just and a recharge, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just really it. nice. And it, obviously, it was hard to do in peak season and stuff. Especially like while we were there, over the years we were there, Club Vast just changed, didn't it? It just got bigger it and just bigger. Got and bigger. And like now, you know, I've been on holiday there for the last two years. You've not been out recently, have you? No. But they, they've no. had to like rebuild and redesign the whole place. Yeah. Well, that's what the guys to, say when we we go down to Weymouth and do yeah. the competition each year. Because they're like, God, the amount of people. Yeah, like, the like, volume of people yeah. is you can't crazy. You can't lie under the sail rack anymore. Yeah. You, can't, you can't do all this stuff. And I yeah. saw it when I was there. I was like, yeah. it's, it's so mental now. I mean, it's not bad. It's, you know, it's good it's good business. Yeah. Nice to see that more people are windsurfing as well, which is always cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you so you did, you you finished in 2016, didn't you? That was your yeah. last season at uh, yeah, Club Bass. Yeah, 2016. And then what did you do? What did you do that winter? Or did you kind of know that you were done? I, I sort of knew I was done. Like we we touched on it a little bit. There is you know some weeks you're just you're a bit over it. Yeah. And then when when that starts <clears> for like half a season, you're like you know what? I'm you start just questioning not. it. And and uh, I loved for five years like all windsurf and and in teachers instructors is like that fulfilment when somebody gets a. Whether a move, our, yeah, yeah, yeah. A move in our case, or you know, if you think Heidi, your girlfriend's case, when if, you know one of the kids learns something new, that's that's the fulfilment. Yeah, you know, that's yeah, what yeah. Teachers do, but after a while, I was like, I'm just, I. It sounds bad, but I like, I can't be asked. Like, yeah, I, I got to the point where I was thinking, God, it's so easy to get, and then I knew I was like, shit, something's. Yeah, yeah. Something's. Well, you're like, not why right, can't like, you why just can't do, it? do it? And, yeah. Um, and then after a while, I was like, right, okay, so I need to, I need to think of what I want to do like do I really want to come back here again next year because that's the that's the hardest thing you know and for me coming out of season life after you as well but for me that's the hardest thing it's almost like retiring after being a professional athlete without winning all the money yeah so you're you're kind of coming out of this thing where you've basically been like a bit of a rock star for a few years yeah you go to a place where you're the biggest center in the world where you're teaching and you're an instructor and you're like in the center of it all and everyone knows your name and and suddenly you're coming out into this wide world and you're like what the fuck do yeah. I do with myself yeah, now? Yeah. Well, and that's it. So I, I left, yeah, 2016, I, I started in that summer, started to plan. I was thinking, well, yeah. what can I do? And um, uh, one of the guests, Mike, Mike <coughs> Morton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max and Stan's Stan's dad, yeah, 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 yeah. So he worked for GoPro. Sick. So he worked for GoPro. And yeah, I yeah. knew him from the winter before where I did my ski season. Yeah, yeah. Because he was a local there. They the, live up there, don't the they? In the yeah. So yeah. there's a bit of a... Uh, you know, like the Carmichael's and stuff. So there's a bit of a, a bubble of, of people. And families that all live in, in the mountains. In the mountains and then come out to, to Greece and Club Vass in, in the, the summer. summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to know to know Mike and then in the in the summer of 2016, they came out and for his birthday, he had, or I think, I don't know whether his birthday or his wife had paid for him to get extra tuition. Right. <clears throat> private lesson. And 
So that was me because they sort of knew me. So anyway, so I spent like a week just every every afternoon, like 12 o'clock, go out with Mike. And he he was sort of into it, but not. So we spent a lot of time just chatting. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be like, you know, usual, you know, what do you do, blah, 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 you know, a bit more. Because I knew roughly what he did, but wanted to pick his brains a bit more about it. And he had said about GoPro, and I said, oh, it's really, really interesting. Like, I've, I've... sort of have my my mindset on trying to work for a brand because you've always you've always said that haven't you because you're you know your your dad's been in sponsorship for f1 car you know f1 teams yeah, and stuff yeah. hasn't so he's worked in so you've always had that around school. you i remember you always saying that yeah. even like when we were in Dahab in those early years i remember you being like eventually i'd love to to work like, for a brand, work for a thought, brand. you know what? i just thought it'd be cool like yeah yeah because we we started obviously, and you know a lot of our mates we start getting sponsored. By yeah, brands yeah. Oh, exactly. Small, small time, you get a bit of an insight into it. It's fucking cool. Getting like, some free shit. Sure, if I like, work for that, and I'm just sort of hanging out and like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I'm sure we'll go into it, but the the it's definitely not quite like that, as I now know. No. Um, but yeah, so I started picking Mike's brains about about GoPro, and I said, look, I, I've always sort of had my mind set on trying to work for a brand, and you know. Yeah. I didn't have anything to offer. I didn't have a, like any degree or anything like that at university. So yeah, I'm yeah. just going off, really. Your personality. Not, yeah, I, yeah, I was sort of back in that and thinking, you know what, I get on with enough people because I've just proven it here for the last six years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can I, you know, I can meet and get on with people I've never met before yeah. quickly. And so I picked his brains and he, he then said about this um, like promoter scheme they have in yeah. Europe. So he was, I, can't, I don't know what his job role was, I can't remember. Um but he said, look, send, put a CV together and yeah. sort of a bit of a cover, covering letter and send it to my email, give me his email, and I'll, I'll put it in the right the right email box. So, you know, give it to oh, the right nice. person. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that, and he left. And anyway, so, yeah, I was checking my emails, like, whatever, once a week or whatever I do, not even that. Yes. Yeah. Um, and eventually, came. Oh, this guy came back, this German guy, and was like, look, I, I wanted to know if you want to do the – bike show Birmingham bike show on September the whatever it, I can't yeah, yeah, what it yeah. is for a week with GoPro like with the promoter team and I'm thinking holy shit like, this is this is epic but yeah, then yeah. I'm like well, I can't do that like I've got VAS and which you know, is when you're in VAS yeah yeah so this oh, is 2016 really? and I'm thinking oh, man, this is so this. exciting I'm like can I leave do you know do I work for GoPro now like, yeah 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 yeah. is this it a bit weird yeah yeah and I'm thinking oh god right so now I sort of read into it a little bit more and it's obviously just an event and being a yeah, promoter yeah. so you're like you're acting as the face of the brand yeah for uh, an days. event for an event yeah, yeah two yeah, days yeah. or in that case it was a week so yeah. I was thinking you know what I can't do this one. I, I've got commitments, you know. I've got a contract here. You'd also broken your foot. That broken year, my foot. You? Yeah, like I couldn't really do anything too much. So I thought, you yeah. know what? No. So I said to this guy, like, look, it's good. I can't. I'm back in October. Are there any I can get involved in? But you know, I would love to. And he goes, yeah, yeah, for sure. See, see what happens. So yeah. When I left, I sort of knew that I was going on to what I thought would be something really good. Yeah. And um, yeah, so get out, get back from 2016, and then I'm. I'm like emailing and stuff. I'm just not hearing anything. So I'm not too worried at this point because I knew that that's the same every winter is like for all of us that do seasons in the summer. It's like, what do you do in the winter? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you know, people go traveling, people do winter seasons, people go back to university. Yeah. yeah. I'd sort of pick my way through doing random jobs, yeah. uh, you know, like part-time jobs. And, yeah. Yeah. Same, uh, same as what yeah, I did. Same as you did. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually got back and yeah, managed to get through to like their, interview stage of being a promoter so every year they get like a batch of people yeah, yeah. and they send them off to munich yeah and you have to do the training so to become a gopro promoter Promoter. 
And I thought, wow, this is good. And I, and yeah, I got the email good. again. I was like, you know, really waiting for ages for it. And I yeah. eventually got this email through and they're like, congratulations, you've been accepted onto the, as a promoter. You're and not. I was like, as a promoter, oh. I've got it, I've got oh. it. And, uh, and then they're like, I read it again. I'm like, no, it's just effectively the interview stage. Oh, right. Jesus Christ. Yeah, for fuck's sake. And the interview stage wasn't until February or something. Okay. And, you know, this is late yeah, November, yeah. something. Okay, well. Got occupied. This yourself. is still a good, yeah. Got yeah, it's myself. still good. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, yeah, eventually went through it and it was like a three-day interview process. Yeah. And like, I, I got the job eventually. Yeah. There's loads of people. There's probably about 50 people there. And how many spaces? 20, no, 15 people got it. Oh, really? But across Europe. Yeah, yeah. And I was the only, no, there was two of us from the UK. Yeah. And only one of us got it. So I became Ooh. the UK promoter. promoter. That's cool. So I, I just did, from then on in 2017, that's yeah. why I didn't go back, I just did all the UK GoPro yeah. events. Oh, that's sick. But it's freelance basis, so it's like... Yeah, yeah, it's as and when. As and when. So I, I did like more freelance events, but it was work, my first insight into working with a brand and a big one as well, like yeah, GoPros. About as big as it gets, you know, really. The events I did were huge, like <clears throat> Mountain Bike World Cup. In like, Fort William. Yeah, in Fort William and things like that. And the best thing about it, and I think one of the main reasons I got the job is we had to do stuff there. Like we had to do daily giveaways. We had to stand on top of a lorry. And be like, oh, like oh, ten. Oh. Honestly, there was 10,000 people sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like as a show, so you're probably doing like I remember once I think it was like we're by the grandstand at Fort William, it must have been like a thousand to two thousand people. Yeah, yeah. And you're like on a microphone and you're saying like, right, who wants a free GoPro? Do this. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, you know what, this is absolutely a hundred percent easier than stood up in front of two hundred people in Greece trying naked. to do naked, <laughs> trying to do a rap battle or yeah, something yeah. that we were yeah, mate. made to do. And it yeah, so it, it was easy. So that, that's as yeah. well. You with that as well. You you're kind of you're there, and you've got this like you've got a fucking GoPro in your hands, and you're like, yeah. who wants this? Like, no one's going to be like, I'm not going to listen to yeah. that guy. Nah. nah, I'm all right, mate. Everyone's going to be like, I want that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I saw someone that, I'd be like yeah. knocking people, people out to get to it. Yeah, they're going wild. They yeah, mate. Wanna, you know, it's a brand new GoPro that they can yeah, get for mate. free. Of course, you're going to be like, who wants this? And you could probably play it up a bit and like. That goes into like a bit of the bit of the theatrics of like you know working at Club Vass as well. Oh, you just you're naturally because I worked with a lot of the promoters because some of the big events you wouldn't just have me there. You'd have a few of the key guys from from GoPro. Yeah. Each event you'd have. I'm just talking about the UK ones here. You'd have me as yeah. the UK promoter. So I'm like the dog's body. You know, I do all the lifting can. Yeah, yeah, lifting can. Yeah. But like most of the setup. Yeah, yeah. I do all the jobs on the stand. Like I'm the main front-facing person, whilst the, yeah. the main guys from GoPro are dealing with meetings and stuff. Yeah. But then you deal with other promoters as well that would get flown in to help out from other from like, other like you know the German reps uh, promoters would come over to help with yeah yeah the yeah, Fort yeah William event. I want to say districts, but that sounds like fucking Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Not, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Free for all. Well. Um, but yeah, and you realise that actually a lot of them. A lot of people you meet just haven't had that same. No, they they might have, like, might might have had a marketing degree in which they they know, you know, business side and how to yeah. market a product. But do they, they do know it. how to stand up in front of people? Yeah, that's the thing. To, you know, it's it's these like people skills that I think are just like you li- like you obviously can teach it, but I can't think of another phrase to say it. But you you can't sit in a uni lecture hall and learn how to hold a conversation with someone you don't know. 
I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Unless it's unless it's <clears throat> drama, maybe. Yeah, but drama. Still, maybe. yeah, yeah. But you, you know, you you can't do that. Like you, you get that through experience yeah. and talking to people, and that's like why, you know, out of out of you know the four, fifty people, you got chose. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because you because you have that, like you. It's almost. It's not confidence, is it? It's just like. I don't know, like even like when we're you know doing this podcast and stuff. I'm sure there's other people that are nervous about it, but I'm kind of like, kind of like, well, you just just talk, yeah. don't you? You almost you almost don't even think about it. And I'm sure you know people. Everyone has a thing that they don't even need to worry about. Other people are like, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. You know, no, it's definitely. I mean, that, yeah. So that was <clears throat> that was like 20, 2017. So yeah. that, was, that was my first. You did that all summer, didn't you? Because I remember you came out to Vass that summer. Year. Yeah, I came out to Vass that year, so I yeah, did yeah. it all summer, and it was great in spring and summer because there's low events anybody who knows about events in the uk they're all spring summer right into autumn yeah and then yeah. Just, there's nothing in in the, in the winter there's trade shows yeah but nothing events wise really because it all goes to the mountains really within okay. europe and yeah, within yeah. that industry of gopro it goes it's all skiing and snow isn't it if you think about <clears> yeah yeah of course yeah, yeah, so yeah they don't go to i guess in the summer the in the uk dome, you've got they go to the alps but it's funny as well because you think in terms of uk for me Obviously, GoPro are massive, in, and for us as well, like surfing comes to my head straight away, and yeah. you know, like windsurfing, things like that, kite surfing, and all of them to me seem like winter things in the UK. But I guess yeah. autumn, aren't they? So, because I'd have thought, yeah. you know, like things like you know, surfing competitions, any GoPro stuff, they don't, wouldn't do that in the summer in the UK because there's no waves. Yeah, we really. did. Yeah, what was the one we did? Uh, like surfing, like surf nationals down right. in, in Perranporth. Yeah, that year, and that was. That was like springtime. Yeah, yeah. Spring. Do, be, they, yeah, I know, you get the odd like, waves. Yeah, yeah. No, I, like I'm, I mean, you know, I've I have no experience of event. Well, I say saying that I've done like, yeah, the windsurf event and stuff, but it's a much smaller scale. But like just that, the logistics of it, especially yeah. for something like GoPro, is yeah astounding. That that was that's definitely <clears> where. Because, like I said, you know, wanted to work for a brand, and that was definitely a bit of a rude awakening where you're like, holy shit, like the wide world. I, I've got no, I can just do this weekend, yeah. and then I'm I'm done with it until the next event. I don't yeah. just go back into their office or anything yeah, yeah. like that. My my sole purpose is uh, to is to. I'm a grunt. Yeah, yeah, literally <laughs> is is to set it up. Yeah, yeah. Hack it well, up. And, and talk to people, you know. That bit, of course, yeah. So are you like one of the ones like on the on the floor, like people coming in, you're like, hi oh, guys, do you want to... Yeah, yeah, have you signed up for the competition Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Somebody goes, oh, look, nine times out of ten on the GoPro stand was people needed their tech support. Tech support. Yeah, yeah. And most of the time it's like, have you updated it? No. And they're like, oh, have no, you connected it with don't app? think so. Oh, uh, what's an app? Okay, like? yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. doing that for them, so it's just support and like... That's cool as well. It's cool, it's cool. So, yeah, the events... That's how it started because that was it all summer, just doing events on a freelance basis. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as you know now, and like freelance is good when it's when it's working. Yeah. You, you when you have a month where nothing you've earned the money and you've only worked half the month, banging like you're you're sort of yeah, sorted, yeah. aren't you? Like, then you're on to the next month. Just keep. But when it doesn't <clears> go well. And when it's drying up a little bit, then you're like, shit, what am I? You start wondering what you're doing with yeah. your life. Yeah, and you're like, how, how, what am I doing? What else can I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's what it ended up like in the back end of 2017, as as the winter came in. It's just all the, all the events dried up, and they're like, yeah, the the next ones will be in spring again. I think. I you're like, oh, can't wait, can't wait for that. You know, what so, do I do now? Yeah, yeah, but it's 
it's it's cool. It's cool. We're just going to stop for a quick second because I need another beer. See you in a minute. And we're back. Apologies for that. I needed another beer. And for my next beer, I have a Meantime London Lager. Meantime. Not tried this one before. Is Yellow that, and black that a new can. One? Is that a new one? I don't think it's new. Basically, the co-op just have four cans for £7. So I go in and get four cans for £7. But you've not had it. I've not had this one yet. No, you've got you've got the Camden show-off lager. If anyone, anyone at Camden Brewery is listening, I've sent you an email. Please, can you sponsor the podcast and send me some beers? Because whilst four for seven pounds is a good deal, it's not as good deal as getting free beer, is it? And I get thirsty. So if anyone's listening, please, can you send me some beer? We'd appreciate it. And it's also, by the way, it's delicious. So yeah, Ed, you've got the, the Camden show-off juicy lager. Juicy lager. Yeah, the juicy lager. That's delicious. Here we go again. Oh, I, I, I usually, I found myself starting the podcast with that sound, but recently I've realised that a lot of other podcasts start with that sound and I feel like a bit of a dickhead, but I promise I'm not copying you. It's just a cool sound, isn't it? So, where were we? I feel like we've been distracted by the beer. I'm just going to taste my beer. Yeah, it's good. You have a... How is that sweet amber Oh, that's time? nice, actually. It's good. Not fruity, but it's just a refreshing lager. Do you, do you like... Uh, what is this? Is this a lager? Yeah, well, is that lager? This is an IPA. Uh, IPA. Do you like Which IPAs? Is... You better. <coughs> I think and I feel like I'm getting more into it. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? This is the nice one. As I'm like, I said this on the Total Straws one that, that got deleted. But as I'm getting older and becoming a bit more wanky and wearing flannel <laughs> shirts and beanies all the time, like now, like right now, like inside when it's fucking thirty years, <laughs> and I'm turning into a bit of a dickhead in one of those. You know, I'll be wearing one of the yeah, Peaky yeah. Blinders hats before you know it, and a waistcoat. one of them yeah yeah got a little watch coming out of my pocket pocket watch yeah 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 yeah. what's the time darling I have a monocle before (laughs) you know it yeah um, IPA interesting enough I didn't know anything about why it's called an IPA you know it's called an India Pale Ale or something like that and it's because coming over from India all the like stuff would ferment so they had to put more shit into it to stop it Finley told me about it My my little brother worked for Brewdog for a while really fucking cool um, so he was telling me all about it over Christmas because I am so uneducated when it comes to beer. Yeah, I'm terrible. And considering know. it's a cornerstone I'm basing this podcast on, I should probably learn more <laughs> about it. But I just like drinking it. I'm not really sure about the science behind it. I just, I just like drinking it and talking shit. Have you ever thought about brewing your own? No, because I, I think it would taste awful. You could, you could rig this flat up. <laughs> yeah, and turn it into some sort, of, some sort of moonshine distillery. Yeah, yeah. Like the Dukes of Hazard. What sort of operation you can't going on in there? <laughs> Yeah, this is absolute. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not too sure I, I'd be able to do that. Like I watched Dukes of Hazard recently when they got Daisy Duke in the shower and stuff. That's that's a classic movie. That is, oh, that is an all time Stifler. With oh, an all time movie. We're going to Atlanta. It's quotable. It's so quotable, <laughs> it's good. It's, I still like. I watched it and I found myself. I was like, it came out in like 2005. I can't believe to this day how much we still quote yeah, yeah. it. Sheaf. Like Sheaf. Sheaf yeah, comes mate. up. I got my armadillo hat. You got an armadillo on his head. Yeah, mate. That is um I think uh when you said at the start where people like, oh if you if you know me, you probably know Ed or like vice versa. Yeah. I reckon the amount of people that go, Oh bloke, like what the fuck are they talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. You're just talking riddles. It's not really yeah. riddles, it's just quotes of movies. It's or just something. Mo- yeah, movie quotes or entourage quotes or just like anything from a film. Like even like Heidi, my girlfriend, who I've been with for four years, she still can't understand me and you talking to each no. other. It's just, and it's actually got to the point now where 
sometimes where we'll do it to each other, we're like, what's that from? Like, don't know, just made it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just speaking in a just, weird just voice. Just said it, mate. Yeah. Yeah. No fucking clue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mate. That's, that's the best way to be. It's oh, absolutely definitely. classic. I am, um, like, always find that there's been a few people in my in my life, you know, like, that I meet and I get on with straight away. Yeah, yeah. And it's sort of come off the, the back of them finishing off a quote. Can they, can like they do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, are, they, um, are they aware of this? Yeah, and, like, when I was doing those GoPro events, I was also doing another, like, company and doing right. completely different events. Uh-huh. And I won't go into, like, you know, their average ones are just pay, pay the bills. And one yeah, day, yeah. And the, the people I worked with were so boring. Right. I remember there's one guy... Uh, like one event, sorry, there's one guy turned up, his name was Al, Alex, and he, he was like this massive like ex-rugby player. I think he still played for like Northampton or right. something. Anyway, I thought, you know, he's cool, like big guy, rugby, like, yeah, sort of, like you know, I found myself like really trying to like be funny to him. You yeah, know? Yeah. He, he was a genuine, like really nice guy. Yeah. And I bet probably known him for about half an hour to yeah. an hour, and I'm just like milling around at this event, like doing what I'm doing, and I, um, oh shit, what was the quote? I just like uh, I just sort of found myself saying like the beacons are lit, <laughs> and then I just hear this like this six foot six man pop out and he's like and Gondor calls for aid. <laughs> I was like, this man, my god, my god, you want to go for a beer later? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Straight then actually, away. we only ever worked together at one event, and we kept in touch. Like we still we haven't chatted in probably about a year, but we kept in touch. Like, yeah, yeah. A few times. And, like, oh, sick! So funny. Like if you can talk quotes. Or yeah, mate. I think. It's just finding common oh, ground, mate. isn't it? It's so funny. Finding common ground, and it's such a massive subject to find yeah. common ground. Let's face it, I mean, any any guy around our age that doesn't know every single word to Lord of the Rings is a fucking idiot, yeah. to be honest. I remember what, I can't remember who it was. One of my seasons, so I was like, I just don't really get Lord of the Rings. I was like, oh, <laughs> what do yeah. you mean? Oh, There's nothing like, to get. Oh, dear, you embarrassing <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> what on earth? What is there to get? <laughs> a ring that needs destroyed. Yeah. There's a load of small people. <sighs> I couldn't believe it, but yeah. Fucking love Lord of the Rings. Apologies for all the all the foul language. There's nothing I can do about it. It just comes out. I'm half Scottish. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm from north of the wall. Um, so let's get back onto the subject then. Get off Lord of the Rings. We were talking about GoPro. So, yeah. and then I remember tw- 2017. You told me like these stories of where you, you were kind of at your, like, we'll get, we'll get onto the mental health thing. And like one, of, one of the most interesting things of talking to you about it, you know, we'll say it now is that you have never had any problems with your mental health. No, that's why, that's why I sort of said, why we thought, yeah. Why you said, why don't we do one? Why don't we do podcast? one? Because, because you've never struggled with it really. No, and, and it's not like a case. And I'm, I'm not, the idea is not to come on and go <clears> and, like, oh, I've never, I don't, you know, no, don't no, get not it. At all. Like, but the point is, and I'm, you know, I don't want to sound like a dick. I just, I've never had, I genuinely have never had any issues with it. Issues with it. I've no. never really, like, and this is what we're talking about, and we'll talk about it in a bit, I'm sure, is like, I've never really taken any time either to become aware of it. To appreciate it. Yeah. And yeah. Become aware of it. Yeah. Um, until really you opened up with the, with the podcast. With the podcast. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, holy shit. I remember you, know, you messaged me on WhatsApp and you're like, what the fuck is this about? Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, this is, this is <clears> like, you know, my best mate. I've lived with for a year and a half. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, for, for the record, me and Ed have living. We've got a flat together. <laughs> We've lived together in, in England for the last year and a half, like in a flat together. Yeah. And um, I, I remember thinking, you know, this was like my best mate I've lived with for a year and a half and known for almost 10 years. I think, yeah, yeah. God, he, 
I had no idea. This was happening, like, when you said in the first one where you were like, my mum <clears throat> said, right, you're getting on a flight. Yeah, yeah. That was happening in the in the flat, and I'm like, I had absolutely no idea. I instantly felt shit. I was like, have I, I've just, I've never. Yeah, yeah. And it is, it is that, like, and like I said, it's not, I don't want to sound bad, but I just, I've never, I've never, never experienced really, I've never had anybody, well, I didn't think, you know, <clears throat> that close who has really had any issues. I never had any yeah. issues. I've always been pretty confident in myself. Yeah, yeah. No, you have. Like, um, and I mean, but that's, you know, that's not, that's nothing bad. And I think it's, decide. it's almost in, in these days, in, you know, this day and age, I mean, I don't, maybe it's just because people who are confident and stuff just don't talk about it because they aren't aware of it. But like, I think that's what made me actually realised that actually, oh, Ed would actually be a really, a really good guest to have on because you haven't had any issues and you've kind of been indoctrinated into this whole world through me doing this podcast and you've been like, yeah, oh, this is, then, this is a thing. And obviously not naming any names, but the people that have have approached Yeah, in our friend then. group as well. And I go, shit, these are some of the close, my closest friends. Yeah, yeah. And I had absolutely yeah. no idea. And I mean, on the I outside, I would go... Yeah, fine. This is a this is an alpha male. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is an apex in his prime. This is an yeah, apex yeah. predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? What's wrong with it? Yeah, and and actually they've opened up and they go, you know what? I've had I've had. You know, um, I'm not having a great time. So I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, having yeah. a good time. Like, that's when I'm like, okay, now I'll sort of start to appreciate. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. No, it's it's mad. Mm. But I mean, you. I mean, I wouldn't. You know, we've just said it. You didn't struggle, but that that year, 2017. That would you say that's probably like the worst? Yeah, you, so you had. And I try and yeah, I, I I don't want to look at it as like a a, a low time. No, because it was just the hardest. You did the time. you did the thing with the credit card company though, didn't you? Oh mate, yeah. <laughs> uh, that okay, yeah. We can count that as a fucking low time. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah. So I, well, I'll give you a bit. That was before GoPro. Oh, was it? So this is in the space of sort of coming back from Bass and thinking, right, I'm I'm going to be. I need to find something I've to do. Got for a gig me. here with GoPro. But it just didn't seem to be materialising. Like everything yeah. was slow. Then it's like back, you know, I wasn't hearing anything for weeks. And it's like, yeah, we're we're gonna sort of do the interview thing in February. So I'm like, right, I need to I need to earn some money here. Yeah. I in my head at that point, I was like, right, I want to try and get into events a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because we've had a bit of an insight into it. Yeah. Doing events through windsurfing and yeah, yeah, events yeah. At, at Club Bass. And, and you already you knew, I guess you kind of knew that the GoPro thing was, was coming as well. So, so you were like, so I need I'm to like, I'm bombarding LinkedIn and the internet and I'm seeing what I can find. And I found this place in London, Yeah, which uh, I can't, I cannot remember the name at all. We don't need to name names. No, but I, I've, I, no, I do remember their names. I will not forget. But, um, <laughs> Let's name them. Yeah. Name and shame. <laughs> name and shame. No, uh, no, I'm not going to say it. No, it's fine. It's fine. But anyway, they, um, they, yeah, they like, you know, got back to me pretty quickly on LinkedIn and said like, look, if you want to come in and have a chat, yeah, I'm thinking like this is good, you know. And this is coming off the back of probably two months um, of not having any success. Yeah, yeah. Like nothing, you know. I'm I'm writing and I probably in hindsight I wasn't writing correctly. Like it's yeah. in the emails and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, now yeah. now I. Because I see, I get them a lot. You just know how to word it a bit more. Don't yeah, you? and like know the angle I've had more success with. Yeah, yeah. Um, and anyway, so I went there, and it's this place in London. They put on these, like, yeah, we put on these sort of live events, um, and they kept calling them events. So I'm, I'm hung up on that word. I'm thinking this is great, and I go yeah, yeah. there for like a day interview, and the day interview is basically almost like a test. If you go to this, and it was literally, and this is why it's the bloody lowest point, because it, it fucking sucked. It was. <laughs> You go to the shopping centre and you set up, and the event setup was a blow-up POS 
table right. with I don't even know what the bank was. It's not even a yeah, yeah, yeah. real bank. It's one of these credit card banks. Yeah, yeah. And you basically have to try and stop people to sign up, and then that was oh, your commission. Right. And I was like, this. This is, isn't why I'm here. Yeah, I was like, what am I? Part of me is like, what am I doing? Yeah. The other half is me trying to be like, I've never really quit anything. So you're like, I'm, I'm going to see it. the day through yeah. and see where it takes me. And uh, so I saw the day through. I was like, God, oh, that was awful. I was like so hangry as well by the end. I'm yeah. like, you know, I wasn't even living in London. So I just, you know, gone up for the day. Yeah, it was a schlep to get there. By this point, sort of leaving the shopping centre at like 6.30. It was going to oh, be a schlep to get back. And sort of the end of the day, it was run by a salesman who was a salesman. And I had no real, at that point... Sales experience. No, so I'd, no, I'd never really been, you know, hit with any sales pitches. And, and you know, they, they really sold it on me. They're like, look, you can be earning this and that. And I'm yeah, thinking, yeah, you know yeah. what? If I do this for three months... I'm in. Two months, I'm in. I can go into, hopefully, this GoPro job. And, I, you know, I've got, I've got, got money, money to go tra- traveling and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I literally... I went, I thought, okay, good, yeah. So I went back and I remember telling my dad, and my dad was like, what? what I remember you he thinking, this is shit. But yeah, he yeah. didn't really want to tell tell me. Yeah, yeah. But I think he sort of did, and I was like, shut him down a bit. Yeah. Anyway, so I went in there on the Monday morning. I got the train at something like 4.45 in the morning to get into London. Oh. And I was in a suit, and I'm thinking, okay, this is so bad. I did the first day. It was literally... Yeah, this is why you you described it as the low point. It was the worst, the worst point in my working career, and definitely in my life. I'm like, what am I actually doing? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I did the first day, and I thought that was terrible. I got on the train to go on the second, and I was like, something's not right. Like, I can't, I can't do this. Well, the second day second you were day, like, no mate. And I've never quit anything, but I quit that, <clears> and I just phoned them up. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not coming in. And the guy was like raging down the phone. Oh, really? And I was like, you know what? I was like, that is, it was so bad. Like, what so bad. And because you're not even doing anything good. Like, if I was in there and I was giving people yeah, you're trying a to chance to a get charity a 15 or, yeah, yeah. TV so they can game on, I'd think, you know what? It's still bad, but I can deal with that. Yeah, yeah. But, but you're literally trying like, to get people into debt, basically. Yeah, these people already, because the parts of London we were in yeah, yeah. Were, were, you know, poor areas. Poor areas. And, and, it was honestly, mate, it was so bad. So, yeah, you're right. That was what I would describe. As what did this guy say to you on the phone? Oh, he was just like, he definitely, he was like, oh, yeah. sort of paused. He's like, oh, oh fucking hell. Like, <laughs> at that point, I'm like, okay, just keep going, keep going, Ed. Yeah, yeah. Brave. And then I like, you know, sort of don't anger him too much. I'm like, what you're doing is, what you're doing is wrong. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know. Yeah, yeah, poke the bear is exactly what I did, and he was yeah. like not happy. And I was He's like, not having oh, it. Don't even want my bloody money for for the day before. Like, yeah, just keep it, mate. So I poked the bear, and I then I ran and hang, hung up. I don't and blame just you. Got a train back. And yeah, I remember mate. getting back. <laughs> yeah, retreat. <laughs> Fall back to the side <laughs> of retreat. And I uh, I went home, and I remember texting my dad a photo. He's like, "You're on the sofa." And like, fuck yeah, and I, I was like. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, took a photo of me swearing. I'm still in my suit. And uh, he's like, yeah, I thought that was good thought on that you. was going to be the case. Oh, mate, you can't like, it goes back to what we were saying about, you know, working at Club Bass and you, you're there and you're in the middle of the coolest fucking thing in the world and you're like, this is amazing and all this. And then to go to that, you're like, oh. Mate, the, 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 the point, the, actually the lowest point of that day yeah. was I was looking around the shopping centre like, who's a target? Come on, somebody... 
somebody wants to buy this credit card here. Yeah, yeah. And I saw somebody that didn't used to teach in Bass, but I recognised from Club Bass. No way. And I, I don't even know who they... I, I genuinely have got no idea who they, they were, actually, but I, I recognised them. I was like, they're, they're from Club Bass. They can't see me. I was, yeah. I, like, instantly... Froze. Froze. I was like, shit, where am I going to go? And at that yeah, point, yeah. I was like, what am I doing? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's mad. And I, I was just... I've always been, like, considered myself to be a hard worker, so I'm, you know... And I didn't want to quit with it. I just thought, you know what, for two months I can grim and bear this, but actually that, and I don't know whether anyone listening would do it, but I'm going to be honest, I don't know how you do that. And yeah, yeah. It was, I, I just, yeah, I just couldn't do it. So I mean, that I, was definitely the... Uh, I mean, I did, you know, I, I did my fair share of like odd jobs and stuff, working when I got back from... The John, Ni- the John Nike Leisure Centre? Well, mate, I worked, yeah, the John Nike Leisure Centre, the, the fucking Inverness Leisure, the Leisure Centre... I loved that job. Yeah, you used to always rave about that. Oh, mate, I loved it. I went in, the management all loved me because I'd come in and I'd, I was like, I was one, you know, I was stoked to be there. What do you think? Ed yeah. just opened the show off yeah. lager. That's very juicy. Juicy, isn't very it? Very juicy lager there. It's almost like a cocktail. It is. I love it, mate. It's so nice. Drinking over Christmas. Oh, it's nice. But yeah, I, like working at the Leisure Centre, it, it felt like being in Vass because you've got all these lifeguards and you've got all these other members of staff. You've got the cafe staff, like the bar staff, and you're all meeting in the staff room, and everyone's joking yeah, around. Yeah. And it's like forty degrees in there because it's a leisure centre, and everyone, you know, so you're all in your shorts, you're cutting about in shorts. Yeah, yeah, mate, you're cutting about in shorts and t-shirt, and it's all tropical, and everyone's having. You're 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 in a leisure centre. You kind of want to be yeah, like yeah. smiley and stuff. So it was kind of the perfect job for me off season, and it it paid pretty well. It was like time and a half on the yeah, weekends, yeah. and it, there was there was a lot of events like we had like. Peter Andre came and played. No way. Yeah, mate. Oh my God. Peter! Peter! I was going to say, remember when he rocked <laughs> yeah. up in Greece. Peter Andre came to Greece when we were there. Um, and then you used to have this game. What was that game? The so game? Really the game where, like, I'd see somebody that was actually Barnsley. Barnsley. If Barnsley's listened to this, mate, you're a fucking legend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are the Oracle. You are. But. I used to see him, and I used to, but I used to be hidden in random places, like around the centre. You like high and I would just scream his name at the top of my voice. Bear in mind, like everybody would like sit up on their sunbeds, and I'm like, "What is that? What's that noise?" You'd be like, "Barnsley," and I would instantly just duck. And I'd, <laughs> I'd have a habit of doing it near somebody that wasn't prepared, so they're panicking. But Barnsley would look directly at them, <laughs> and they're looking. Directly at Barnsley because they're like, "What? Where's Barnsley?" <laughs> and they're like, "There's Barnsley." So then shouted his name. So then, when Peter Andre bloody turned up, <laughs> when Peter Andre turned up on the beach, he was filming a show out cool. of the centre. He was like, there was a dive centre attached to Club Vass, and he was going diving with them, wasn't he? Oh, he was like, doing. Oh. He was, but anyway, he was around the centre, and everyone yeah. was losing their shit. Yeah, all, the oh girls, God, all the girls, all the girls are like, Andre's here. <laughs> have a look, have a look. Yeah, you look like a bag of shit. <laughs> 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 and then and then you did that to Peter didn't you oh, I, hit, I screamed Peter and I hit the deck I dived like behind I think it was the beach I just dived behind the beach at the floor and I was in bits like crying and all his like not even entourage like his little squad a little squad of filmers were just there and like some other did he turn around did you see oh no. mate he definitely turned. he, he was like, sure he turned around like a little mongoose because yeah. I don't think cat. I timed it that well either so I reckon he definitely <laughs> saw me just saw you be like Peter, and then hit the deck. It's probably like autograph. Like, <laughs> oh, that guy down there, yeah. I'm going to sign his, yeah. oh, man, sign so, his chest for him. So funny. 
But yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. Oh, that was it. Yeah, that's. Well, Mysterious Girl was his as well. Mate, yeah, he played at the Leisure Centre and it was it was fucking hilarious. What did you have to do for that? Mate, so it was sick. Rock up at like, uh, start start work at 10 o'clock at night and you finish work at 5am. So you get there and there's this guy called Ian. That is a long Ian, time. Ian, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's a seven hour shift. No, but yeah, just, 11, for, just for seven you. hour shift, but overnight, yeah. mate, it's like double time, whole time. Unreal. So we're there and like, it's all like all the, the dry side of the building. It's the big hall is where he's playing, but you can only get to certain parts because his like entourage are all in there. Yeah, yeah. And the guy Ian, who used to run all the events, was a legend. So I got him really well. So we'd rock up, and you do it, and then like we had to do like traffic control at the end. People getting out of the car park, and you got given these little like lightsabers. You know, like a red and a green yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You had to like stop people, and like if anyone's ever seen White Chicks with Terry Crews. And he's like, there's a bit where he's dancing and he's got like a whistle in his mouth. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to do, I was doing that with these lights, mate. And all these like drunk middle-aged women, obviously coming out of a Peter Andre concert. And their husbands are all like driving them home and they're, everything's hanging out. They're hanging out the window, <laughs> hanging out the window of a car. Just like, wow, I've just seen pizza. Yeah, mate. Pizza six pack. <laughs> and they're seeing me like dancing around with these things, mate. They were loving it. It was so funny. And then you go back in and all his like roadies are in there yeah. and they've got his rider there and it's full of like Peronis and Magnums and they're like, who wants a beer and who wants this? Really? And Ian like said to us at the beginning, he's like, if anyone drinks on the job, you're fired automatically. Dude, I must have had like two or three Peronis. <laughs> <all night>. Yeah, <laughs> mate. And then like the rest of it, you just clean in the hole, which is yeah, like yeah. chilled. I just had the scrubber dryer and I'm just like wandering up and down, like blasting music so loud at like three in the morning. Yeah. Then you just drive home at 5am and I was off the next day and it's, it was just chilled. Oh, it was re- it was my favourite shifts with those events. It was like and like Ian, he always picked like just elite crew members to, to like run the, it. Yeah, he had yeah. like an elite squad of people to do events and lo- I was very lucky enough to be, whenever I was back from seasons, he always like asked me if I wanted to do them. Yeah, that's but everyone always wanted them because they were double time. Yeah, because you got the money. For yeah, the, for yeah, the yeah. So I, I was always like, oh yeah, I was keen. And then I did another shift as well. It was like a bank holiday. And they needed someone to cover, like, the health suite, which is, like, you know, the sauna and the hot tub yeah, and all yeah. that. And I didn't used to do that, but they were like, would you cover it? And it meant me doing half six till half 11 at night, half 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah. till half 11 at night. But it was a bank holiday, so it was triple time. And it's like, you know, that, that, and what, what is that? I'm not going to do a massive, like, 15-hour shift, basically. Wow. And I was like, yeah, all right, I'll do it. And it was unreal, mate. Was and it? Like, yeah, mate, like, the big boss of, like, High Life Highland, all the management coming in being like, you know, you're, you're the highest paid employee in the building today. Because you're just on that. Because I'm on triple time and doing 16 15, hours yeah, or whatever. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you're the highest paid member of the member of the building today. Yeah, so I'm rolling you... around like, oh. Yeah. And all like the cafe staff are like, oh, Sandy, we, we brought you a tray bake. And yeah. like, Give me that. You know, bringing me like sweeties and stuff. They're like, how are you, how are you, all the management, yeah, how, how are you, you coping? You all right? And I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah, that pocket's just getting heavier yeah. and heavier. It's just getting heavier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, literally, honestly, I think I made like, 400 quid in a day. Wow. A day's work. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, it's a, it's a minimum wage job, but yeah, you know, 400 quid for a day's work. And that, you know, that's like most of my flight to Cape Town that year. Yeah, that's So I was time. like, I, I, you know, most of them there are pretty work shy of the staff because it's what they do all the time. But yeah. I was like, oh, let's just do it. I do it, then it's done. Yeah. For eight weeks and then boom. That's like having something to, to go to. Like you just said, Cape Town. 
Yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, you love love working at the leisure centre, but still, there's times we probably like, I don't want to be. Oh, for doing sure, mate. And I did, you know, a lot of my shifts would start at quarter past six, and I'd get up at yeah. four o'clock in Scotland in November, and I'm like, yeah, it's so fucking cold, <laughs> it's so dark. Yeah. What am I doing? But then I'm like. Because you're working towards that. Yeah, you've got the light at the end of the tunnel. Which is why in on that 2017, I that was the first year I didn't really have anything yeah. to work towards in terms of a trip. Like I wasn't going to Cape Town or Brazil. Yeah, where I'd be like, you know what? In two months' time, I'm going to be. Loving I've got it. two months off. Yeah, in some. It wasn't like that. Sick. It was like right. I need to like try and try and work Do something this. out here. You know, yeah, I want to yeah, yeah. move out. I want to rent somewhere. I want to. I want to get some money for myself. I wanna, yeah, and. and because that's what I felt I was missing. And then that 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 came to a head in. So I remember I got I finished my season in 2017. <clears throat> I came back to the UK. We did the event. You came to the event. All that stuff. And then I went to Morocco for a month. Yeah. Over December, end of December and, and January 2018. And I was like considering. I was halfway between going to Vass or taking a job down here in the Whitrix. That was it. Yeah. And then I remember messaging you while I was in Morocco, and I was like, hey, mate, I don't know if you're around, but uh, I think I'm going to be taking this job in the Witterings, which I knew was, like, kind of close to where you live. Yeah, because at that point, we... It was we like, hadn't spoken we, for a while. Yeah, we didn't speak, re- like, well, regularly, but not all the time, and mm. we didn't see each other for no, six, no, seven months No, I was in Morocco, time, and, yeah. I, and I was in Scotland before that as well. I was yeah. at home. So I remember messaging you, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go down and see this, about this job in the Witterings when I get back from Morocco... I was thinking maybe I'll come up to yours after and we can have some beers and, and chill out or yeah. something. And you were like, fuck off. And you were like, I've literally just moved to the Witterings. And I was like, no, you haven't. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, yeah, mate, I moved here New Year's Day, I think you said. Yeah, you it was, it was, I was three weeks in. Probably yeah, then, so you were three weeks in and I was like, no way. So then it worked out that you picked me up from the train station. To, to your interview. Yeah. Remember, I got, locked in, I got locked in the fucking toilet in the train. Oh, yeah, you're like I'm, panicking. I've you? never been in a sliding door. Mate. <laughs> no, like the no. worst thing that you could think. Yeah, that sliding door on train toilets are so sketchy. Yeah, they I went in there for a week. Open mate, just... Yeah, or, or it, I'd rather that had happened because I'm in there and then I press like the open button and it just didn't happen. And I'm like, and then they're like, the next station is Chichester. And I'm like, this is where I've got to get off. And I'm like, I've no idea how long it takes. So I'm like, yeah, we could be in Chichester in a minute. And I'm like banging on the door, like, let me out. And there's the women like, Judge, calm down. And I'm like, I'm getting off in fucking Chichester. <laughs> yeah. It was so embarrassing. Luckily, the train wasn't too busy, but I felt like a bit of a dick. Oh, mate. And then, yeah, you, you picked me up. And then, and then yeah, like three weeks, I t- ended up taking that job. And then three weeks later, I moved down here. Yeah. And you, you I, I moved into like a room of a, an, old, an old bird's house, but you had like the run of a, the run of a, I had a, an outhouse, didn't you? Yeah, what they call a uh, DFL, a down from London. As DFL, they, they call it down. You there, you got they? the hookup. One of our one of one of people, a guy we taught in Vass, a guy called Dom Dominic Firmstone, who, who's a, a really good guy, a legend. He he's got a, a second house down here in the Witterings, as most uh, successful Londoners have. Um, and he he they have got an annex in his. Yeah. In his like second home, there's like a patio yeah, yeah. and an so annex. Bungalow, patio, annex. Yeah, and the annex. And you stayed in the annex for like six months. Yeah, so it's six months. So I just wrote to him. Yeah, yeah. I can't even remember how I remembered his. Because it, I think the girls had said it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, Emily and Laura had said, like, oh. Yeah. Because uh, Emily babysat there. That's exactly. They all lived nearby. Yeah. 
And so I just wrote to him and I said, look, would you be interested in renting it out? I know you don't usually do it. And he was like, Ooh, let, let me talk to my wife. Let me talk to my wife. And then, and then no, boom, boom, boom. yeah, yeah. Then so, you know, I paid him a, to be honest, it was too much for really what it was. Yeah. Especially when they started coming down regularly, like every weekend. And then it sort of became not my place. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when you were in I was at Jan's, Jan's spare room. I was at Jan's. Old lady Jan's. Yeah, yeah. And we were hanging out every night having barbecues. At uh, yours, yeah. We had the run of the place walking Just, around the patio like, yeah. whoa. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then they started coming more. So then we were like, right. It was difficult. And then we were like, yeah. Well, then, and then you were doing an internship at the time for a, a company called Bramwave. Yeah. So you were doing like a, a marketing sport, internship. A sports marketing agency. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. That was, I'd had the, obviously the credit card day um character building and then done all the events in the summer all the gopro events and then they were drying up so when as they dry, dried up and end of 17 i was like you know what, what am i going to do and I, yeah, I, yeah. I i thought you know what, i've got i've got a good amount of experience here on the cv like this will work exactly back to square one was not getting anything you know so weird linkedin it? emails <clears throat> and i was just trying to target brands yeah, yeah. that we knew of and that had some interest in water sports that I knew I could relate to it and just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just add something else to offer to them. And I wasn't getting anywhere. And then I, it was actually probably what I sort of tell anybody now, like when, when I, you know, when people have asked me about, you know, how you get, get a you job and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. I'm always saying like, I was, I was just saying like, look, this is my CV. This is what I've done. I want to, you know, not I want a job, but what have you got for me? And it, it just wasn't working. Yeah, yeah. So Bramwave, I just found them and I thought, right, I That's did sports it. marketing. Yeah. Right? And I just came up with this agency down here. Yeah. And I knew about Whitterings because we had windsurfed here loads. Yeah. And it's not too far from home home. No. Like Reading Newbury Way. And uh, I just said, look, I want to try. And, I was like really at a loss. I didn't approach them saying, have you got any jobs? I just said, look, I, I want to get some advice. You guys are an agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I rock up there and I just rocked up for a coffee with uh, this woman called Emma. Right. Who worked there, who obviously eventually became my line manager. Yeah, yeah. And she was, you know, like chatting what my experience was. And I, I was like, this is pretty much a blank interview. Yeah, and yeah, And at the yeah. end she was like, look, we do have an internship scheme. Yeah. If you'd be interested. Do you want to like, do it? Do you want to put, you know, I'll keep your CV and keep your yeah, mind? Yeah, yeah. Sort of like, Absolutely. Bang. I left that and within about a day, she'd said, look, we'd like you to come in for, for sort of, you know, you've already chatted to us. That just what a will trial. be a second interview? Yeah, yeah. And I had a week of literally, like, I was never that great at school. Like, I was well, reasonably well behaved. Like, I just didn't try that hard. Yeah, yeah. I clearly saved it all up for that one time where I'm just like... <laughs> learning everything like quote like i wanted to be able to quote the website and everything so i oh, really right. did so you're my on the brand website just i went on all their clients and just looked at all their projects yeah, and yeah. i talk about like i just bombarded them and uh yeah so i eventually did that interview got that job so i had a six-month internship yeah there which is why i moved down here yeah, in the first yeah. Place. so i did that's what i was doing when you when, you when i was down, doing to so. excess yeah yeah and then that finished and then we were like let's let's just find the fucking flat yeah, I was out of a job. You, you, were, like, you were out of a job and here. you were out of Dom's place for yeah. the summer. Yeah, I have a job out of a place. And I was fed up of living, of just living, having a room in a house. So yeah. we were like, let's find a gaff. And then and then very luckily, we found literally the gaff, exact gaff we wanted. Front, we, front row we have a, we, we live literally on the beach in a sick little flat. Yeah. We got very, very lucky. It's because our mums were like, why don't you write to them? So we did, didn't we? Or you yeah. wrote a letter. 
Ronan, you were unemployed at the time, so you were like... I had oh, a bit of time. You were like, don't worry, I've got time. So you wrote them a letter being like, we're really good people. Please, yeah. please come here. Our, our lifestyles relate... Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, our lifestyles are based around our, our work. Yeah, yeah. What a load of shit that was. Yeah. <laughs> what a load of... Yeah, mate. I live to fucking go to work. Yeah. Yeah, no, so we did that. And then, and then yeah, you were like... You, you ended up doing a bit of work for Brownwave and you did all that stuff. And then stance were on your radar... Weren't they? You only because we uh, Bramwave was directly. Yeah, next yeah, they door. were on your radar, and then you found out they had a bit of a job going, and then you interviewed for that, and they were like, "No, the job's too big." And then they were like, well, "We scaled the job down," and then you you did you put. I remember you had to put in like a project for them or something. Yeah, so so that was it. So I did the interviews for was like the events manager. Yeah, yeah. And I did the interview, and I thought that went really well. But I was like, I knew. Remember, I said to you, I was like, I don't have enough experience for this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I then spent a week like waiting, and then I started chasing. And they eventually said, Look, we're not taking you any further. You know, you were really good. And the one thing they said to me, which I've sort of carried, and remember, I said it to you when you started doing, um, when you went away from from two XS. Yeah, yeah is like just they they commended me for like chasing and just being yeah. proactive with it and they said never be afraid of like chasing us yeah yeah and, and chasing people because that's what the industry is built on is networking i think that's one of those things as well that you know that links back to you know the whole mental health thing and like for you to be able to to do all that and go through all that and still just keep like your head on you is pretty commendable because it must be like fucking hard i mean as you said like since since mid mid end of september i've been in this sort of freelance, I, I, I manage social media accounts for, for brands and businesses. So, I mean, I've had a lot of no's and like, yeah. I've, I've got a lot better. And, and as my mental health has improved as well, I've, I'm, I'm pretty good at taking it on the chin. And yeah, I remember yeah. you giving me that advice, but like, I remember the first couple I was like, like initially I thought I was going to be doing work with a couple of other people and we were going to like form a bit of a kind of yeah, agency yeah. almost together. And then that, I remember I was at Gunworth Keys with my girlfriend, Heidi, and we just ordered lunch. And then I got this text saying that wasn't going to happen. And it sucks. Oh, mate, it ruined my day. It completely, like, it just put me in this, like, hole of just, like, what the fuck am I doing with myself? Yeah, yeah. Why am I doing this? This has all gone to shit. It's all going to blah, blah, blah. And I just, like, I just lost it. I was like, fuck, this is, have I done the right thing here? Yeah, I did exactly the same. It took me, you know what, like, until Stance came along, it took me two years to find... Yeah, to find a job that I was, I thought, you know what, this is what I, I was do. thinking about back in 2016 in, yeah, yeah. in Greece, and this I thought is, I want to yeah, work yeah. for a brand. It took me two years, and I remember that 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 like held on for me. I think quite a bit, like you saying that, being like, because I, you know, like naturally we live together, so I've always kind of compared it myself a little bit to you, of like, because you know we both ended up in the sim- a similar kind of space, doing very different things, but working for brands and yeah, yeah. do you know I do social media you do you know events and, and wholesale and all that sort of stuff but you know same kind of space and same kind of idea and I've been in my head like you know you were essentially 18 months to a year ahead of me and then you've ended up working for a brand and I freelance but in my head I was like fuck you know like oh it's, it's taking ages it's taking ages and I remember like chatting to you I think you said it to me and Heidi my girlfriend and my mum said it was like been it's been three fucking months. Yeah. Like, calm down. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then I keep thinking, like, back to you being like, it took me two years, mate. Yeah. It took you two years. And now, now you're, you've got the job, haven't you? You know, you, yeah, you're in a job. position where you've got the job you're, that you were hunting for. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, 
you know, that came about, didn't it? Do you remember we were at 2XS because I was doing freelance? You were, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was helping you on like Young Guns for a couple of yeah, yeah, and you came club or whatever. Yeah, and you you came you came down and did a few lessons and yeah, I I get I get uh, in off the water. Yeah. I'm like, just check my phone. I've had like three missed calls on like a random number. Right. I'm just thinking like, what's going on here? And yeah, yeah. I thought it would be a job-related one because at the time I was sending out a shit ton of... Emails. Emails. And yeah, like, yeah. you know, at the feelers are out. And uh, it was Rich from, from, from Stance, Stance who had had my original interview with, who said no. This was about three weeks later. And he said like, look, we've, we've downgraded the role. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we'd like you to, if you're up for it, if you're not still not doing anything. And yeah, I'm yeah. like... I'm like almost. Oh my god! No, oh I'm my definitely god. not doing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. Like, cool, like check my schedule. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you see what be... I've got in the books. Yeah, I've got these little bloody kids. Like, yeah, little. That's no, not a real hot chocolate you've made. <laughs> little snotty like, fuckers. Going, yeah, no, I'm crying. Let me just check me. my schedule, Rich. Yeah, I can do that. Um, yeah, and he said, mate. yeah, he said, right. Um, this will be what would have been the second stage of the interview. Yeah, yeah. I'll send over a brief, but you have to create a full like event plan yeah yeah for an event oh man so that do you remember i spent a week i remember yeah, and yeah i was yeah. up to like two three in the morning and i had a lot of help from the guys i and the close oh. friends i've now brandway from brandway yeah yeah yeah. they were all really creative um and you know they they really helped me and like help set it out and how I lay it out and everything like make it look visually good like all the the ideas I remember you showed me it was sick yeah I've still got it it's definitely like yeah you want to hold on to it keep it it as like a bit of a portfolio thing but yeah I just did that and then go through and have to pitch it in the meeting rooms you go up and I have to put it up on the screen I'm panicking like thinking you know I've got it on like three different devices yeah yeah like USB I remember borrowing your hard drive yeah I've got it on my Mac I've got everything I'm like right got you know fail safes here yeah you've got to go and like present it for an hour and um and yeah so then yeah well eventually eventually got the job yeah so i mean those of you that don't know stance uh stance make socks they make they make really fucking cool socks that's why this episode is called socks with ed (laughs) because ed i remember all all our friends from seasons and stuff now when we've seen them at events they're like oh ed how's selling socks going and like not quite what i do to me to me like obviously you know i'm we're part of that friend group but for me i'm like that's not what Ed does. Yeah. But it's funny because, like, you know, a few of them still do seasons. Um, and it's it sounds really dickish to be like, oh, we're above you. But it's not. But it's just like you've just kind of gone to that next stage of like, right, I'm going to try and get a, a serious job. And, yeah, it is. And they serious, maybe haven't. It's a real, it's a stressful job. It's definitely. So uh, what is it What is it you do for Stance then? So uh, <clears throat> event events manager. Events manager. Events manager. For, for Stance Europe. For Stance, yeah. 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 So the, yeah. European, the whole of Europe. The whole of Europe on the events manager. Fucking sick. And I hope no one from Stance is missing, is, is listening. Well, I do hope because I want people to listen, but I've got a lot of fucking cool socks out of Ed doing that. <laughs> so big up. Thank you, Stance. Yeah. Very sorry, Rich. Um, but I've yeah, got, I've got a major soccer dick. A soc- I mean, I've developed. So I've, I, you, someone, you've got a brand new pair on today. I've got a brand new pair on today. Yeah. Check on. my Instagram. I've got a brand new pair on today. Um, but yeah, no, I've. I mean, I never really wore socks. I mean, we did seasons, so I, you know, socks you just don't even wear shoes, that. mate. But I, socks were never on my radar. And then I remember you get you brought home a few pairs for me, and they were on my radar because they're a cool brand. And obviously, I knew about them because you yeah, were doing yeah. this stuff. But you were like, you brought home like a pair of Star Wars ones, and then a pair of like just cool cool like pattern yeah, yeah, just, ones just, and gave them to me and i was like oh i quite like these 
and this is the time of you, you know, it's the time when rolling up your jeans is quite cool now and all that stuff. So I'm like doing that, and I'm showing my socks, and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, jeans are getting higher. And people that. are people are complimenting my socks, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. fuck, I need more of these. And then you like slowly just, you know, brought home the odd couple of pairs, and you're like, oh, I don't think I want these. You want them, Sandy? And I'm like, well, of course I fucking want them. Yeah, yeah. To the point now where like, and and I I organised the UK windsurfing freestyle event this year, and you you were like, you know, you were cool enough to you know, sponsor it, stand, yeah, sponsor yeah, the so. event. And that was like one of the biggest things pe- people said about the event that they absolutely loved. Like all the riders for the event got, got a little gift box from Stance and they got two pairs of socks in each. And people fucking loved it. It's amazing how, because <clears throat> it is, it is just socks. When people ask me, I'm yeah. like, really? People don't get it. People are like, people oh, get, well, socks. I think that's, that's universal. Like that's the whole point of, the brand when yeah. it was founded ten years ago in in America, yeah, from California, <clears throat> the the guy who founded it, a guy called Jeff Curl, yeah, was one of the key people behind Skullcandy, right? So Skullcandy Just is headphones. a big headphones company, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like your they're not Bose, Bose or, or, yeah, yeah. or Dr. Dre's, you know, like the uh, Beats or whatever, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know they're still a big thing, like yeah, a yeah. big brand. And so after leaving like that. They'd seen like a gap in in the market. In the, in the market, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I overlooked socks for probably twenty six years of my life. Yeah, me too. Because like, you're like, I, I get a I get a multi pack from Tesco, and when they blow out, I reload those back. <laughs> yeah, and waste, yeah, yeah. And they cost change like the mag four ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was and the same. The, yeah, I was always like, I remember when I was younger, like Finley, my little brother. He he always loved socks. He always has nice pairs of socks. And then I always every Christmas, I'd get a nice pair of pants. Finley would get a nice pair of socks. <laughs> And for some reason, this is kind of weird, but they were always called like my pulling pants. I had like a nice, yeah, pair. yeah. I had a nice pair of like Quicksilver pants or something, and then my shitty next pants. <laughs> and I like if I was going to a party when I was younger, I'd be like, Quicksilver pants. Oh shit! Have I accidentally got my next ones on? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. They've got a hole in the gooch. <laughs> Keep my trousers on. Don't yeah. take them off. Yeah, mate, exactly. <laughs> that problem in between as well. Yeah. And then Finley old has these socks, but now I mean, obviously, stands make pants now. And to quote someone who oh, may not name. It was like someone you know, it was silky grabbing your ball. Yeah. Something, something like that. Something like that. Something like that. Anyway. Um, yeah, but like they're... They're, they're overlooked as a, as a clothing piece. But to like me, I plan... Everywhere. My outfit is planned. Like, if I've... Like, for example, I've got a red shirt on today, a red and blue shirt. Yeah, my them. socks are red. Yeah. But like, I found myself the other day wearing this shirt and my socks were pink and I was yeah. like, I feel like twat. And I have boots <laughs> on. No one could even see my socks. Yeah, they're just like... I'm like I feel like a sock snob. Like it's dick. like, as a company to work for, because it's, it's lads, still relative. It? Oh, everybody's amazing. Like yeah, it's yeah. a small team in Europe. Like yeah. there's only one events person. Yeah, yeah. There's only one designer. Yeah. There's only one social media person. It's crazy, isn't it? In Europe. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like it is mental, and we are like dealing like we, we're selling like when people say to me oh is Ed still selling or is Ed still selling socks <laughs> like obviously what I do has hopefully has an effect on people buying buying socks. them obviously with events yeah 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 um, but like we're selling we're dealing with like we're already selling for we're almost looking at 2021 January like in a year's yeah, time yeah 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 it is That's mental mad, it? so you're selling it f- and we're doing last year still end of like holiday 19. season 19. Yeah, so yeah. You're dealing with like five different seasons of socks. So it's quite so, stressful. Oh, mate. The, sometimes the most stressful thing ever. Yeah. And then other times like the coolest thing because I get to go. To I think that's places. the thing, isn't it? It's part and parcel, isn't it? Because I know sometimes you come back and like 
there's been weeks where I haven't even seen you because you're like, I'm in Germany and then I'm flying back and then I'm in the office and then I'm yeah. up to London for the new shop opening and then I'm doing this. And it's like, I, know, I could very obviously tell that you were like fucking stressed and you're like, oh, this is really hard. But at the same time, everywhere you're going to is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like last year, I went to Barcelona. Yeah. And you, and you know, got out there early just because of the flights. Yeah. And then just. Go and, day watch, in go and watch Barcelona play football, and I'm a Bang. massive football fan. I was like, "This is fucking sick." Yeah. So you, you know, you get it, it's, there's like hype, like peaks and troughs. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's annoying. You've got to wake up at four o'clock and yeah, get to London and stuff. But you get to London, then you've got like a party on in the shop, and which is you've got a lot of like you know, like with wavelength or whatever. Like I've seen yeah, you know yeah. all that stuff with and the like, magazine, or like yeah. the skiing you've got going on, and you know that sort of stuff. So it's. Yeah, I guess it is. It is like peaks and troughs, you know. But it is like, as a as, like for a for a brand like as a job because I was always a bit worried. Yeah, leaving Vass and leaving seasons where everybody because we were talking about it yesterday, everybody's like so close, aren't they? And yeah. within within a day or a couple of days, you quickly become like best mates with people. Yeah, you, yeah. You've already worked with them. You've already gone on a couple of nights out. You spent you spend the best part of like other than sleeping. Yeah. You're with them and all the time. You, you, you know, when you go and start the new season, you got new people, and you meet them, and then next thing you know, like a couple of days later, it's just like you're just one You've of the boys or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was the biggest thing I found, and it'd be interesting, like whether I don't know whether you've heard anything else or, or whatever, and you maybe you'll find it now. You're out of like the windsurfing, yeah, 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 jobs and the teaching. But when I first went into an office, when yeah. I went, did that internship, I was like, it, one of the hardest things about it was not having that not having that and it took me it probably took me about two months to really get to know anybody in there yeah because everybody gets in they're just like just get a coffee work get a bit of breakfast whatever and then they just get on their computer and they're working and you have a brief like oh how are you yeah good how's your weekend that's it yeah it it was so hard and then eventually it was like it's epic like yeah it's just a different type of life isn't it i guess because the the lines are so blurred on something like a season between work and play. Yeah. Whereas you, you're always at work, but you're also always not at work. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, you know, whereas in an office, people go there and they're like, I'm here to work. And the minute yeah, it hits yeah. 5.30, I'm out of here. Even if they're having fun at work and they're joking around, they're talking and stuff in the office, they're still like, I'm in the office, I'm, I'm getting back out. Of here. Yeah. And usually they're probably quite a bit older than, than mm. people, even though there are probably are people, you know, early 20s and stuff, like, you know, on season, pretty much everybody was mid early twenties. Yeah, and yeah, they come teens, from university you know? or they're not yeah, exactly gap year stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's it's so. But then at the same time, like I mean, you'll you'll know this as well. Like I used to fucking hate, and anyone else that's listening to this that's done seasons, you'll know this as well. And I hope you're still listening. Um, of people going, when are you going to get a real job then? Oh, when are oh, you going to yeah, get a real yeah. job? I'm like. Fuck you, mate. Yeah. Fuck you. Come and try and do this. Like what we said earlier in the podcast. Try and entertain twenty people twice your age that you don't know. Yeah. For five days. Try and do that when you're when you're fucking hanging all the time. <laughs> yeah, when you're like like I've got dribbling this, mess, mate. This one sticks in my mind. One Wednesday morning, me and Ollie Townsend, like trying to do a duck jibe lesson to these guys, and we're in the sun on the lawn, and I'm like drinking a pint of fizzy water, and I'm. I was a I was a fucking melting hippo. <laughs> melting hippo. I was a melting hippo. I was stood there and I'm like, oh my god. And then I'd like look at Ollie and just hope Ollie would talk. And he's like, 
<laughs> and I'm like, no, Ollie, you need to help me out here. And he just could not either. Like anyone that says that, it just used to really annoy me because I'm like, you've paid all your money to come here and be taught by us. Yeah. And you're looking up to us and hoping we're going to teach you how to do all this stuff. Yet you're calling what we do a, a, a joke, basically. Not a real job. Not a real job. And that, that really, like, fucked me off. Maybe you say it all the time. Oh, mate, when are you going to get a real job then? And, like, you know, we were talking about it the other day of, like, you know, certain people out in, um, when we were out in Vass, you know, people were kind of giving it this one of, oh, I'm, you know, I wonder what these guys are going to do when they when they leave seasons. And, oh, I, I bet they're not, what, they're, they're just going to have to be here forever because they can't do anything else and all this. And it's it's kind of stupid, isn't it? Because now you kind of look at, like what we're doing and then like what what our other friends who have left seasons are doing and like everyone's doing pretty well yeah yeah everyone who's come from club bass and is has gone into the next step is doing something good yeah we, we were we were saying and like we're not gonna name names again here, no no of course about that here no no podcast. no 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 we're not about but that. but um I'm whispering it to your mouth and it's yeah your no mouth. no I, I know exactly <laughs> no, what you're talking about but and so do our mums yeah yeah so. <laughs> The mums are already like yeah, all yeah. battle axes out. Yeah. They know ah! Yeah. Rallying. Yeah. Um, but that was something. So, yeah, when, yeah, they basically had that similar conversation when <clears> our <throat> parents heard it, overheard, like, well, what are, what are Sandy and Ed going to do after after this? Like, they, they, what else can they do? I remember they were like, this? the girls are going to be fine. The girls will do great things, but, but what are the boys all going to do? The boys going to do, like, all they're going to be doing is work on the beach forever. Yeah. And it has literally resonated with me. Yeah, yeah. For since it happened when, like, I don't know when it was, 2015, 2016. Yeah, 2015, 2016, yeah. It has stayed with me. And it's always been this little thing where, you know what, I've quietly gone, like, fuck you. I, I've done well. I've done well now. I'm, I'm happy. It like, does even if I'm not happy. Even if, yeah, you know what? it becomes a thing where you, and, you almost. And it, I talked about it in the last podcast with Ollie of, like, having this thing where, like, you. You see someone that you've not seen for a long time or something like that. And you want them to think, oh, there, Ed's doing fucking well. Oh, Sandy's doing really well at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, he looks really good at the moment. All this. You, you of course, want that as well. And, you know, you want that, like, almost like verification from them. But at the yeah. same time, that's kind of stupid because at the end of the day, the person that said this is basically a stranger to us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We don't know. You know, really, but it's, yeah. it's, it's really, like, interesting. And it's actually cool that that's, like, that's fueled your fire to be like, I'm, I'm going to go out. Obviously, you were going to do it anyway. Yeah, but it's like, just like one of those little things. One of those little like, things you, you know just what? tick it off. I would love to just just hear what they said now. And I'll yeah. go, oh, do you not remember when you said that? I'm the events manager for a global brand in Europe. And it would be, yeah, it would be quite funny. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. What do you do? Um, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's one it's, of those stupid things. And I've, I've never been about... You know, like, oh, what, what you do and do you have a cool job? And if you have a cool job, then I'll talk to you more and all this. And, you know, like I've I've done the sh- I've done the shittest job in a room and I've also done the best job in a room. So, you know, uh, I've always tried to be like pretty, pretty cool. And that's not me being righteous. I'm sure I've made fun of people before and stuff. But, you know, I've done the shittest job and I've I've also, to me, yeah. done the, the funnest job. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's always nice doing the best job, isn't it? Absolutely. So I've always pushed to, to try and do that. Exactly, you know, exactly. And that was like a reason why I, why I did it. I mean, you know, and obviously you, you now know from me doing this podcast, a big reason why I made this big change in September, I I basically quit my job out of kind of out of nowhere. 
Um, I was running. It was, it was quick, wasn't it? It, it was, was fast. Oh no, it was really quick. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously, I we we lived together, so I was seeing, you know, hearing about it and living it with you every evening. I was on. I went on holiday for the last week of July. I got back. I must have done about three or four days that was it, in yeah. August, and I had him a notice in. But before you were like, this is this is it. After the after the season finishes, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. And then it quickly went. I always I intended to this. finish finish out finish. I was meant due to finish end of November. Um, and I always intended to do that, and then it, it just it just came to a point of like my, I can't do this. I literally can't do this anymore. And like spurred on by our, our mutual friend uh, Sam, who works works with you as well, social yeah, yeah. media. I met up with him a few times, and I was kind of looking into it. But for my like sanity, I was like, I'm out. Yeah, I need to leave. And it's funny, like what you said about how you you had no idea and stuff, and then since that since like. It's, it feels quite funny saying this because I feel like I feel like I've already achieved something, and I'm like two or three episodes in of that whole like just opening up a bit more of a dialogue about this mental health thing. Of like, suddenly you were like, "Holy fuck, this is a thing!" And my friends, yeah, yeah, because I, I texted you, and then obviously we spoke about it when I got back. To yeah, the flat yeah, yeah. And I was like, are you, you know, are you, you okay? Are you okay now? Yeah. And it's like, and this is from like we said earlier. I've never had any. Any issues with it. Issues with it. I've yeah. never experienced it myself. I don't. I didn't think I'd ever experienced it with anybody close to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like you know, it's that whole and it's that whole thing where people are don't want to approach the subjects. And I was really like, you know, do I talk to Sandy about it? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, of course, I was like, well, yeah, well, like, yeah, I've yeah. Already missed that before because I had no idea. Yeah. You know, and even asking like, are you all right now? Sort of thing was yeah. like awkward. Like, yeah, I felt like weird about it. Weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't no, want to be weird. like and, you know. It is funny, like you know, like known you for ten years, probably closer to you than, than pretty much anyone else. So it, it is odd, but at the same time, and I, I think I said this in my in my intro, and co- you know, correct me if I didn't say it, but like, it's not your fault because at the end of the day, I didn't tell you. Yeah, you didn't say anything. Yeah, I didn't say anything, and, and that's one of It'd the be- biggest things I found of like. And I said as well about a mutual friend of ours, um, who who I am now completely aware of of what he's what he's been through and what he's going through. And before that, he said it to me, and I was like, "Holy fuck, I had no idea." Yeah. But then again, why should I have an idea? Because he hadn't told me, and I you I hadn't told you either. And every time you came back to the flat, or I came back to the flat, and we're here and we're chilling, and we're sat playing Call of Duty, or we're sat watching a movie or just like chilling out oh, and drinking beers or watching Untanage. <laughs> yeah. Or just hanging with drama and the boys. Yeah. Hanging with Vinnie Chase. You know, doing that. Like, I'm, you know, I might be in my head, but I'm not, I'm not being like, oh, Ed, Ed, by the way, I'm, I'm not having a good time. Because I, I'm not, maybe that is how it works for some people. That's not how it works for yeah, me. Yeah. I don't, if I've got that in my head and stuff, it's, that's why there's such a thing with men's mental health, I think, is because it's not talked about yeah. because guys don't feel like they can. I feel like girls maybe have a little bit more of an open dialogue with each other. Uh, they text each other and go, oh, I'm, I'm not feeling that great today. They're a bit more honest with each other. Yeah. Whereas boys, and it's not even like, it's not even like a stiff upper lip thing of like, oh, I don't feel like I can tell you about it or anything. Or I don't feel like I can tell any of my mates about it. It's just more of a, I don't want to talk about it. That, that's exactly what, like, I'm yeah. not having issues. Of course I've got, I don't call them low days. I call them just like days that days you can't ha- be arsed. Were harder, yeah. Or yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. like couldn't be arsed. You know, maybe there's something I couldn't do at work, or maybe I was just you know a bit annoyed about something, and it was just frustrating that I couldn't yeah, yeah, tackle exactly. it. Like couldn't 
you know, do something, whatever. Yeah. But I don't really ever, I've never opened up about anything, like, even if I, you know, I might voice a bit of an opinion on it, but I just seem to deal with stuff on my own. Like, yeah, you've always been so good at it. Yeah, and I, I like, you know, if I have a shit time, like shit day, frustrating day, and like the majority of it is is work related. Yeah, I'll just go and do. You know, for me, I know you said in the first podcast on your when it was just yourself. You yeah. said watching movies is like your outlet. Yeah, it is. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. You know? And I, I was thinking when you said about Star Wars, I was like, shit. How many times? I was thinking, like, whenever I walked in and you've been watching Star Wars, I mean, like, <laughs> when is it? How many times? You're like, all right, been? boy, what are you watching Solo, mate? I'm watching Solo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I, for me, I, I just go to the golf course. I go, yeah, you do. You go whack balls. I, I can always tell, balls. actually. I'm going driving range. Yeah. I just go, I ditch my stuff. Like Smithy. I, yeah, like Smithy <laughs> off Gammon State. Where is he? Driving range. In, in driving range. Yeah. But I just go, I go to the golf course. It's like my favourite. Wax and balls, know, that, Apart from windsurfing. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. my favourite thing to do. So I just go there and I just go and chill out. I go and, and just whack some balls. Hit some balls and just, yeah, just, yeah. just in just enjoy it and then and then I'm done you know I'm fine, fine. I come back and I'm like that's it but that to be honest that's no different I don't think to anybody that but it's funny as well like you you know what you said there like you don't it's really it's a tough thing to put a label on because it's not like a, a disease or a it's not like oh I've got asthma I've got asthma I need my inhaler yeah. it's not like that and it's hard like you know what you say oh you, you have your down days and your low days it's hard because like you know, yours are probably fewer and further between than, than some other people and stuff. Yeah. But it's hard to be like, you've got depression and you don't. Because yeah, that's like, what I don't get about it. That's, right? where, yeah. where is the... But it's so difficult to do that because like I've, you know, for me it's like, and then also you've got like, do I have depression or do I have anxiety Yeah, as well? Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. for sure, and I've always said this about this podcast, um, I'm I'm not a therapist. I'm not necessarily like, I'm not formally educated in this subject i'm just talking about my own personal struggles and that kind of thing so please if someone is educated please let me know but you know for us like you know friends have mainly said they've suffered with anxiety i've definitely suffered with both personally and i think now i suffer more with anxiety side of it than the depression side for me the depression side has gone like down a lot yeah like i have you I can know, definitely see. A difference I have far since less you even started the podcast. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's that. That that's like come from maybe not even talking about it, but just feeling like I'm kind of like taking the bull by the horn, <laughs> grabbing by the horns, yeah. kind of humping it or something. <laughs> yeah, like you know that. But then also like changing my life as well. And now you know I work from home and I I, I work on my own time. And I think for yeah. me, even my mum said she's like, you've always said that's what you've wanted to do is like be and your own boss. It. And now, and now I'm doing it, that. Yeah. So I'm. And even if I have like a quiet week or something, I'm kind of like, well, I'm trying to build something. Yeah. I will have quiet weeks. And I'm like, if I have a quiet week, just fucking chill out and enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and I'm lucky enough that, you know, like, you know, uh, our, one of our best mates, Mikey, he lives down the road. He, he works on and off throughout the week, especially through the winter yeah, season. So he's night. been coming over quite a bit and hanging out. And, you know, in the winter it's windy. So I've been going windsurfing a lot. And Yeah. I like, that's the thing, like, I've, I don't think I've ever... I don't consider myself ever really having anxiety either. It's yeah, just yeah. like a low day for me is I'm just pissed, pissed off about something. Yeah, yeah. Just that's it. And I'm like, I just need to go and do something. Yeah. And that is no, you know, I just need to go and do something that's activity based. Yeah. Yeah. And that is why just take your mind off. It. I've always been big on, on windsurfing <clears throat> and yeah. golf because they're two sports where they are so bloody difficult. And can't think just, about anything else. It's just yourself. Yeah. And I'll be windsurfing. You know, when you have it and you're like planing along, 
I'm not thinking really about anything. I'm just I'm just hanging out. Like, it's great. Yeah. The same when I go and play golf. I'm just I can be there complete most of the time I play on my own. Yeah, yeah. And I just go and hit some balls and I don't really think about anything. I'm just thinking about what I'm doing and then yeah. that's that's just me not pissed off anymore about something. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah, like you know, windsurfing has definitely been that big escape for me, but obviously windsurfing's hard because you can't just go, right, I'm gonna go windsurfing now. You need conditions, you need this and that yeah. to line up for it. Yeah. And you know, um, but yeah, in like for me, yeah, windsurfing and, and watching movies has been well, a, a real the, big thing for yeah. me. And like occasionally like like, you know, sitting and drinking beers and having a chat and, and like socializing is good, but then I have do have some days where I'm like, I don't even want to leave the house. Don't even want to talk to anyone. Yeah, yeah, I d I don't, don't need even any want, other human beings. Yeah, I don't I need, I want no human to be yeah, even yeah. within and like me and Ollie talked about this, like when we were younger doing our first season before I'd even met you, me and Ollie like couldn't be apart. Couldn't be by ourselves at all. Oh, so that's like, what you're talking about. Yeah, you right, get a bit right. like, and like, oh, what are you doing? Do you want to come with me and let's go and do anything? Yeah. <laughs> but not by myself. Whereas now I'm like, I, I do like a bit of time to myself. Yeah, yeah. I do like a bit of like serenity, should we say. <laughs> a bit of me time. A bit of serenity. <laughs> Just having a bit of me time. I'm happy to be naked. <laughs> <laughs> and starfished. Yeah. On the rug. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I, um, I, think, I think it's really good if somebody can... Uh, just spend time on their own. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's no, it's great. definitely it's definitely a, a my my positive. favorite my favorite times of like where I think the most. Yeah, and I don't think about anything too deep necessarily. It's just like for me, I like to think about things I want to do in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all my thinking time comes when I'm driving, and obviously, like you know, the last six to twelve months, you've done a lot. Of I've driving. done a lot of driving at work. I just get in the van and I just drive. Yeah, yeah. I drive all around the UK, like around Europe, and I, I just love thinking. Like sometimes, I'll be banging out some music or yeah, some yeah. playlists or podcasts, whatever. Other times, I'll be in complete silence. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. just, I'm just, just sit with your thoughts. Just sitting there, and like the other favorite thing I like to do is just do like impressions. You know, like voice, <laughs> just voice work on it. I just work. And I just sit there and I look. Occasionally, <laughs> I'm, I'm driving and I'm just looking at myself and like can just see one eye in the rearview mirror. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm Jim Carrey just mate. like doing Jim Carrey and I'm just doing random voices I'm doing like <laughs> I like to try and pick my favourite characters from movies and just like pretend to be them for a little bit it's so funny and honestly next thing you know like a 10 hour drive down to Germany you, you're done you've perfected you're, you're perfected you've something. perfected some sort of Danny McBride impression yeah and uh, put a fork in her she is done yeah things like that and then <laughs> like it's as little as that for me to stop thinking about like work or anything. See, that's funny. Like for me, I, <clears throat> and they always say it about mental health and stuff. And, you know, my mum's always said to me of like, although overthinking and like try and get out of your head. Because for me, like if I sit there and just think, sometimes my head just goes to like, you're failing at everything. And you're, you know, what have you done? What have you yeah, actually yeah. done today? And what have you done? So I'm like, fuck, I need to listen to a podcast or put a movie on or listen to some music or, you know, yeah, if I'm yeah. driving, I, I, I can't go anywhere without a podcast now when I'm driving. Yeah. I'm like, no, you do all the time. Cause I'll go, I honestly, I'd probably say I'm in silence in the car yeah. for at least 60% of the time. <laughs> and then 40% I'm listening to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is just, I don't, I don't mind it too much. Oh, that's I mad. Can it, I can't, I'm like, nope. Yeah. Whenever we drive somewhere, even if it's like to the cinema, which is 10 minutes up the road. I'm like, right like, boy, I got this to yeah. listen to. Is the is the speaker charged? Yeah, I'll get the speaker out. Oh, I've got, shit, I've got the speaker. I've got some biggies for us to listen yeah, to. Yeah. We're going to listen to this. Yeah, ten minutes yeah. to the cinema, and I'm like, 
I don't know it. I don't know whether it's my brain. Yeah, I think I just I I always like having some sort of entertainments to do. And Heidi gets infuriated with me because yeah, you're right. Like we'll drive to the co-op up the road if it's pissing down moraine, which is literally a thirty second to a minute drive. And I'm like, like wait a minute, I need to cue a song for the drive. And Heidi's like, what are you doing? You know. But I I, yeah, I just I need I always like having some sort of entertainment on because because I think I'm like, no, I need to stay out my head. And yeah, see that, and that's why I wanted. I think I said to you, I was like, well, why don't we do, do a podcast? Because obviously, as you've done the first couple, people yeah, have yeah. opened up to you and it'd be great to hear and, and for them as well because, you know, people are sort of like you did addressing yeah, if yeah. they've got. But I'm sure there are going to be people listening like myself who have genuinely never Not really... struggled with it. Never struggled with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's interesting as well because obviously, you know, I'm sure in... You know, I had a massive response from like my friends and and people on like on my Facebook and stuff that yeah. were like, "Oh, this is amazing! This is so cool!" And like, you know, I'm sure some of them may struggle, but a lot of them might not. Yeah. You know, a lot of them are probably fine, but they they still probably go, "Oh, it's really cool what you're doing," and they still responded to it. Yeah. But they probably they might not get it. They might be like, "Well, I've not." You know. So that's why this was this was interesting to just get a a sense of like your mind and how you think about how you process these kind of things. Yeah, and I think that's what it is, isn't it? It's how people... Because like you said there, there's a perfect example where, you know, you're in your car, I'm in my car, both in silence. You might go off into, yeah, you know, thinking about something like spiralling or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but it's not even like... It's not even like that always happens, but I just... No, but... I know it might, so I'm like, oh, let's, let's get rid of that risk. And I'm just like... I'll put on a podcast about the new Star Wars movie. Yeah. I'll put on a podcast about anything yeah. and just, just listen to that. And then I kind of get lost in that and then I'm not, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's like, I guess it's just escapism, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Um, and I don't know. I think maybe, maybe it's different for me as well because I work from home alone as well. Yeah. So I spend a lot of time in my own Do head. Do you ever get cabin fever? Uh, I, I have found myself doing it recently. Like I was chatting to my mum about it while I was at home for Christmas and stuff. My mum was like, "You should, you know, you should try and get out a little bit more and stuff." Typically, I don't really because my week's kind of broken up by usually going windsurfing <laughs> yeah. or something. Do you know what I mean? Because we live so close to the sea, yeah, yeah. so I'm like, if it's windy, I'll go windsurfing. And usually, there's always a couple of people around going, "Oh, what are you up to? Yeah, are you yeah. going to go windsurfing today?" Or like, you know, we've got a couple of friends that freelance as well, like Ollie. You know, I go up to Ollie's house and hang out every week, and he's like, "John, just come up for an hour," because he works from home as well. So he's like, "Yeah, get a bit of company," or yeah. he comes down here and we go paddleboarding, or we, you know, do that. And then, you know, I've I've usually got like one meeting a week, so I go and do that, and and then it breaks up. Yeah, and then or you know, Heidi, I'll drive to Heidi's on Friday and do that. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like I'm I'm aware of getting cabin fever, and I want to make sure that I don't get cabin fever. That's probably a good thing then that you're aware of. Yeah, aware yeah, of no, definitely. Because then you're like, even just going for a, like a you say, because we're so close to the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just aim to do that at lunchtime. Yeah, like keep. I'm, like I, I go do to keep, the gym at lunchtime. Yeah, I do keep tabs on it. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I work out every morning in here as well, so I do that. But then, like, I am aware of. Yeah, I should, should try and get out as the weather gets better. I will. Yeah, get out a bit more. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I do want to make sure that I don't get cabin fever because that's when you start to go a bit batshit. I think. Sick thoughts. What's her name again? Sweeney. <laughs> Gail Sweeney. Gail Sweeney. Yeah. You got a thing for Sweeney Martin? Yeah. 
I was hoping some pasta, maybe. Some pussy. That is classic. Um, cool. So I think we finished the beers. We finished the beers. Oh, I'm just about. I'm almost just, done. Just about finished. You don't need to finish the beers. This juicy lager is. Very the juicy lager is the best. What are you saying? You saying that's the best one? Yeah, give this an eight out of ten. Yeah, mate. I'd give. The, I'd give the meantime a solid seven. It's nice, but it's kind of just a lager. I also like, really like drinking out of these mini cans. I think. It's nice, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Usually, I hate drinking out of cans because you feel like a bit, of yeah. sh- a bit shameless, don't That's you? That's what I mean. Like when I was a kid, yeah, I'm like five hundred mils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a tinny. Get a fucking. But yeah. these little ones seem to be. They're nice, mate. Yeah, they're really nice. No, I like them a lot. Um, yeah, like the Camden the show off that that won my last episode as well. So, again, Camden Brewery, please, if you're listening to this, come on, boys. Give me, give, give me some beers. I'll give him some socks. Yeah, we'll give you, <laughs> we'll give you some socks. Ed will give you some socks if you if you give me some beers. Yeah. Please give me some beers. Um, cool. Yeah, I think uh, I think we'll leave it there, guys. Um, I think that's a bit longer than uh, the previous episodes. So I hope you guys all uh, listen to it, enjoy it. Um, again, a little bit different to um, to the other episodes, um, but still really interesting to just get a bit of a different perspective um on on this huge issue that is um mental health uh, so please stay tuned um we've got some really exciting guests lined up as i said you know i only started this at the end of last year so if you do have any feedback um please let me know please follow uh, on spotify please comment please like please share all the usual shit um yeah please please help me um help me grow this this year I, i've got some really big aspirations for what i want to do with this podcast um and i really hope you guys are going to be there for it as well uh thank you very much guys and thank you good night thank you to ed as well for being part of it um and yeah see you on the other side goodbye